actual show. I can't believe I thought there was a need for a topic of the show. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Hit the Books Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Holcomb. I'm Emery Saunders. And I'm Nick Marlatt. And we're here to bring you all the nerdy news you need to know about this week from Hit the Books Podcast. That is where they find this. Great! Well, welcome. If you have not watched the show before, we uh, go through the latest news and occasionally go through a topic of the show. This week is a, a light news week, of course, so... Might have a good topic of the show for you today. We'll we, see. We might. See how long we ramble first. <laughs> we love a good rant. Uh, yeah, we <laughs> we have a knack for those. Uh, no corrections for last week, uh, but I did notice in reviewing the uh, footage on the edit that in the background <clears throat> of Zuckerberg's Metaverse promotional video, <laughs> he has a bottle of Sweet Baby Ray's holding up his books on his bookshelf. Does anybody else think that's weird? <laughs> of all the things he could have used, I mean, barbecue sauce. I, I love me some Sweet Baby Ray's, but it's got to be refrigerated what, after opening. What kind of life do you have to lead where, for this, propping up your books, a bottle of barbecue sauce is I mean, all you have on hand. This is also the same guy that live-streamed himself smoking meat a couple years ago, if you remember that. Is that a thing? You didn't. You, no, you never saw aware. that? The only thing I know about Zuckerberg is his weird water drinking that makes him look like an alien. Yeah, he lo- He did a live stream where he was literally sitting next to a smoker. They saw, uh, Shmoyoho songified it into... <laughs> Of course, a, a they thing did. about of him course smoking. They did. My God! Yeah, it was fantastic. This, this man is an alien. That's yeah. wonderful. We need someone to confirm exactly what type of meat he was smoking. I'm sure he's a very nice fellow, but uh, he's a strange dude. Uh, there's no getting around it. Mm. A very wealthy, strange dude. Yeah. Oh well. Anyway, what have <laughs> you guys been up to? Reading, listening to, watching, playing. Um, lately. Haven't really been reading much, although <laughs> I hear there's a lot of uh, news out and about in terms of comics with uh, Marvel in particular. And what would that be? Uh, they appear to be on their second uh, Hellfire Gala, or Gala, however you pronounce that. <laughs> yeah, their Gala. gala. <laughs> uh, Welcome I... to our Gala. Welcome to our Gala. I don't know why these writers have an obsession with trying to insert things from, like, Hollywood elite culture into these comic books. Like, do we really need, like, an active fashion show? I feel like it's just an excuse to make more variant covers. For an X-Men comic book? Yeah, I don't. Like, we've already gotten so far into the weeds that... We've just stopped asking why they've turned them all into pod people. Well, if you watched our last episode about the metaverse, <laughs> we will all be pod people. Oh, very no. Soon. <laughs> It'd be like Ga- Wally. Ga- guys, <laughs> you, you gotta not do it. 
Do not give touch grass. Go outside and touch grass <laughs> touch right grass. now. You just told them to go smoke a bunch of weed. No, no, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I didn't tell them to go smoke it. I told them to touch it. Oh, yes. Big difference there. <laughs> Fair enough. My bad, my bad. Uh, but yeah, the apart from hearing about some news in terms of uh, Marvel comics, uh, I lately picked up a game from my PlayStation Premium Plus account. Yeah. Uh, Still going well? Uh, so far. Great, great. Uh, <laughs> I picked up the game uh, Pathfinder Kingmaker, which... Uh, for anyone is that who's based a, on Pathfinder, it's the actually TTRPG? yeah, it is actually based on Pathfinder, hmm. and my God, does it show? There is <laughs> that doesn't well, sound like praise. Uh, okay, Pathfinder was really good for people who preferred D and D like three point five, which was like the good part, and we don't talk about fourth edition. Um, this game. Oh my god, this game. <laughs> if I could tell you how long it takes to go through battle because the game actually likes to simulate rolling the dice for every attack. <laughs> Good god. Uh, are you talking about uh, the actual video game? I'm talking about the actual video game. That's annoying. It, it makes like, Neverwinter Nights look like it's fast-paced. Oh my god. <laughs> when you make Neverwinter Nights look fast... It's not a speed it up. That is, that's not a dog on Neverwinter Nights. I loved Neverwinter Nights, but oh my god, yeah, it was anything <laughs> but fast paced. Yeah, it, it was it, like that game. While fun and amusing, is still kind of a slog. Pathfinder Kingmaker is a a slog to the nth degree. Now, mind you, I should preface this by saying I play that game on turn based <laughs> mode. Real-time strategy mode thing, I still can't manage to make heads or tails of how to maneuver everyone without just turning them all into AI. It's it's like I play, I bought this game, not bought this game, I downloaded this game from PlayStation Plus Premium, premium uh, with the intent to play a game and not to either take forever to play it myself, uh, to have to choose between taking forever or actually playing it, and it going fast paced, but basically watch the game play itself. It's always entertaining. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it reminds me of uh, I got some kind of Hasbro game set had like Monopoly and like Battleship and stuff like that on it. And the only problem I have with the game is that the, it, like you said, it forces you to actually roll the dice and watch <laughs> the die roll on the digital board and stop on the digital board. Like, just let me press a button and just get to the number. <laughs> I watched, uh, what is it, uh, Rooster Teeth play that, like, back in the day. I remember watching their Let's Play channel, and they are playing Hasbro's, <laughs> like, the Hasbro collection. And they're, oh like, sitting God. there, and you're actually watching the dice roll across the Monopoly yeah. board and shit. It's like, it just, Jesus Christ. It's unnecessarily crazy. tedious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it, it, the animations are fun the first two or three times you watch yeah. them after that you're you're good <laughs> you don't need that for like a four-hour monopoly game yeah. yeah it just feels like trying to trick people into saying hey this takes too long i should just go buy, buy the monopoly. physical game and play it for real <laughs> yeah it, it really wasn't much faster so uh 
entertaining, but yeah, definitely not the best execution. But yeah, that's what I was doing. Great, fantastic. How about you, Nick? I've been uh, elbow deep into building an entire world and campaign setting for uh, our D and D game that we're starting this week. So that's pretty much taken over all of my free time, save for the fact that two of my kids had birthdays this week. So there was that too. Um, <laughs> besides that, yeah, world building, quest building, figuring out what the fuck I'm gonna do to these guys. <laughs> and you guys are starting next weekend. Is that no, correct? we're starting on Tuesday. Tuesday. All right, coming up real soon. Tuesday. And, oh yeah. And where can the people watch this? <laughs> Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Twitch. <laughs> Twitch. TV slash those natural ones it'll also be uploaded onto our youtube channel which is youtube.com slash <laughs> it's in the works yeah, yeah. It, yeah. The, it, one day we'll get the name like directly on the youtube yeah channel, it'll, it'll yeah. yeah for now the best bet is to go to either our twitch.tv slash those natural ones or facebook.com slash those natural ones and click the link for YouTube because that's the best <laughs> yes. way to get there. Yes. Click the link or just type those natural ones into the search bar and then yeah. scroll down three pages and I'm sure you'll find <laughs> it at some point. <laughs> and of course we will promote you and your D and D campaign. Absolutely. Uh, where can you find this stuff? Oh, I'm glad you asked Emery. Oh. Uh, you can find it on htbvids.com where I'll post a link. You can find it on our Twitter page at htbvids. You can find it on Facebook forward slash hit the books. You can find it on our YouTube channel, hit the books videos. Uh, I think that's everything that's worthwhile. Yeah. It's a good thing I asked that question. Yeah, I know you're, you're, <laughs> I love your foresight, Emery. It, it, I really appreciate you. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I really haven't done anything uh, in the nerd realm myself this week just because uh, I had a wedding last week for my brother. Congratulations, Dan and Yuan. And then uh, I basically spent the week fighting our, well, my editing software uh, because uh, Filmora Pro, which is what I ran away from Adobe with, <laughs> uh, decided to stop supporting Filmora Pro literally two days after I re-upped it. Fantastic. <laughs> and so, oh, yeah. no. Horrible. And, and so basically I was left in the situation where I have this unsupported software uh, that I just, you know, shelled out over 100 bucks for to have permanently, uh, only for it not to be supported and to lose, like, all of the, you know, the product libraries that yeah. are crucial to using said product. Right. Uh, so I had to give up on that and then uh, basically got myself a refund and <clears throat> had to uh, swallow my pride and go back to the devil. Came crawling and, back. And once again, I, I had to subscribe There's to a reason Adobe Premiere Pro. There is a reason it's... why they've been number one for well over 20 years. It's annoying. <laughs> it, it's quite frank. There are alternatives, but they all suck. <laughs> or they have adopted their terrible subscription. Yeah, they're basically uh, the pricing. same uh, reskinned. Let's copy Adobe <laughs> as well as we can when not get sued. It's, it, it's yeah. frustrating. It's very frustrating. So we're back on Adobe, but I will give Adobe credit. They make a good product. It works. And I was able to get the editing done in like four hours, which Filmora Pro was taking me like ten uh, total hours and just because of 
how many things were missing. So uh, you should see a, a stark increase in quality on the last episode. Uh, a lot more motion videos and much smoother edits in that video, and it, it was so much easier. So I guess I'm stuck with film or uh, Adobe and Adobe Premiere for a while. We'll see if uh, that lasts. But uh, yeah, I have issues with Adobe. <laughs> they know it. We both know it. But like we, going back we stay into together a... for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> like going back to a relationship where you know there's problems, but no one else does you right. Yep, it's true. At the end of the day, she's still there. Waiting. Because she With knew. With all the lights off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wondering why I was out with my friends tonight. This, uh, <laughs> this analogy is going gone a little too far at this point we're, we're going into saturday night live territory where you just keep beating the dead horse until nobody cares anymore i'm just gonna wear like an, an adobe premiere like icon over my face and just so where were you tonight I was flirting with phil mora okay is that what you want to hear I knew you'd come back. <laughs> <laughs> you need me. <laughs> uh, yeah, so no no big updates there. Um, uh, just really, <laughs> things should be much smoother from now on, thankfully. But uh, I had to pay for it, and I hate it. Ouch. Ouch. Yes, ouch. All right, well, without further ado, let's hop into the news. First up... Skate 4 has been officially renamed Skate with a lowercase s and will be now a free-to-play game instead of a standalone purchasable premium game. I have I have Yay. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> I have opinions about this. The pro- the the primary opinion that I have about this being okay it's a skating game. We know that all we're doing is reskinning and maybe adding a couple maps here and there for people to keep coming back to this game. Okay, sure. Realizing that, I can see why you would make it free-to-play. The long-running joke with free-to-play games is, oh, like, how much you spend on that game? I didn't spend anything. It's free. Yeah. Okay, how much money have you put into the game? Yep. I've put $500. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want that hoodie? <laughs> I, oh, you want to buy you, that deck? <laughs> I uh, bet you it's going to be even more granular than that. It's going to be like, oh, here's a tag. Yeah, you know, here's, uh, here's, here's, here's a, a sticker. sticker for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ten bucks. You want some pink grip tape? Oh, no. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Like, oh, you want new trucks and wheels? Yeah, <laughs> it's... It's frustrating. Oh, oh wait, you got to buy the bearings too. Son yeah. of a. <laughs> and I, I, I'm also annoyed that the industry term for a game you purchase now is just premium. You know? Yeah. I, mm. it, it's not even like the standard anymore. It's, mm. a, uh, it's a premium <laughs> yeah. game. I spent fucking money on this to play this fucking game. What? <laughs> it's okay. Or Jesus you fucking Christ. get this game yeah. for free, and then you have to pay out your ass for the rest of your life to continue to play this game. Yeah, mm. and everything's gonna be, you know, restrained by time and you can you have, know, other factors, and you'll have to purchase A, B, and C to progress at a reasonable like, pace that makes you enjoy the game in the first fucking place. But. I don't. 
I don't uh, mind games making you buy shit that has no impact on the gameplay. Like, all right, skate. You wanna you wanna buy a Thrasher T-shirt? Okay, fine. Here's fifty cents for this Thrasher T-shirt for your character to wear. Where it's when you cannot play the game unless you spend the money that it pisses me off. Yeah. Oh my god! Well, if they make you buy like moves, yeah, like oh. Well, the thing is, this is my least appreciative part of free-to-play infrastructure, is that it removes one of the core incentives to play and enjoy a game, which is unlocking stuff. Yes. The whole point of playing a skating game generally is to do all these tricks and find all these secret items and whatever else. You know, I'm using Tony Hawk's Pro Skater as context because I never played skate, but yeah. I assume it's a similar concept. And then you unlock, you know, playable characters. You unlock different decks. New maps. You, exactly. So if you remove that factor and replace it with free-to-play purchases, yeah. what's the fucking point of the game? <laughs> like, I just, I, and this is what I hate about all free-to-play games, is it removes the incentive it, to work at the game and become proficient at the game to unlock shit and enjoy the game. It, <laughs> it's so old. Yeah, uh, if, if you're not... If there's no progression or things to earn, you have made this game disposable. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, oh, let me skate for a few minutes while I'm on the fucking toilet. Uh, so anyway, it, it, yeah, I just think the free-to-play infrastructure is just, I don't know. I don't know how you fix that problem because it's... You don't I mean, at this yeah. point. I mean, <laughs> unfortunately, it's the norm. Com- yeah, companies are digging in their heels if, on how to maximize profit. Yeah. Corporate and, greed! And apparently, having people only pay for the game once is just not doing it for them anymore. You know, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, they, in all fairness, they spend a shit ton of money developing these games. They do. And, you know, what worked for the f- first you know, half a century of video games. <laughs> Selling them. Yeah. That's how you made up the money from making the game. Yeah, you sold the fucking game. <laughs> I agree. But play, it, playing it, devil's advocate here. How dare you? <laughs> That's what we do on this show. We are the devil's advocate, the show. Uh, you're not wrong. <laughs> Mediocre. Uh, so, Make your case, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> well, first we have to have a boxing match, but that's beside the point. <laughs> Jesus. Please. Exactly. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Watch our last show to get that reference. Uh, but anyway, uh, the reason I would push back a little bit on that is that the cost of a modern video game even adjusting for inflation is thousands of times more than it was in say the 80s I, i'll agree with you when you're 100%. developing 8-bit video games with extremely simple music programs and you know you know kilobytes of yeah. code you know right uh, they do keep hiking up the prices yeah it's not like one person can develop this massive triple a game True. anymore by himself or with a studio of two or three people, it requires thousands of employees. Right. No, yeah. I, I completely agree with that uh, statement. However, again, sell the fucking game, and that'll come up with quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's always like the the weird discussion where you know one party's like, well, if they have to sell the game, they can't keep it at the same price. That's fine. You know, okay. when when we were kids, when yeah, back in my day, yeah. <laughs> You know, when we were, 
I remember when I was like a kid, kid going to the fucking store. This was like the end of you know Atari. I'm pretty sure it was like a 5200. It wasn't even the 2600. It was like the 5200 or whatever. Yeah. Going to the dollar store and buying fucking cartridges for a dollar. Then fast forward to NES. It was like 20 20 bucks, something like that. Then fast forward to, you know, Xbox, 40, 50 bucks. Now, now, or at least back before that, when they actually sold fucking games, yeah. $60. <laughs> games go up. It's, I, I would rather spend $100 on a game and never have to make a fucking microtransaction. Yeah. As opposed have, to just getting a game for free and then having to spend $5 here, $10 here, fucking $2 here, yeah. $20 here. I agree. Being nickled and dimed to death. Yeah. And I get it. If if you take the perspective of, say, you know, some kid or some teenager that doesn't have his own income right. being generated and his parents, you know, don't have the money for a $100 game, you know, he's... Or she is probably playing, you know, free-to-play games primarily. Right. And just milking it for every ounce it's worth, you know, to keep right. the cost down. And this is know? coming from somebody who's, over the course of my life, spent thousands, tens of thousands of dollars probably on MMO subscriptions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've spent, I spent the majority of my teens and early to mid-20s, possibly even into the late-20s, Spending at least $15 a month on at least one MMO subscription. So, I'm even okay with that. (laughs) It's the first tastes for free is the bullshit that I don't like, you know? Right. The free sample. Oh, wait, now you're you're hooked on this game? Well, now you got to buy this pack and you got to get this loot box and you got to get this shit. Or. Or they hook you with the fucking premium in-game currency where, uh, like, oh, you start with this much, but all of the shit that you actually want is, like, out outside of the range of what you're starting with, so you gotta put a little bit in, and they never actually give you, like... A like one to one scale of oh, you no. pay this much for this much premium credit to get the thing that you want. It's always a little more, a little my, less, so that way they keep making my, you spend money. My daughter, um, she plays Roblox. Oh no! And <laughs> the the Robux that you have to buy. So for I forget what it was. I think it was like Easter or something like that. Roblox gift card, like a $10 Roblox Robux gift card. So she goes in, it gives her like, I don't remember what the exchange rate is, like a thousand Robux or whatever it is. She gets the game. She, there was one game she wanted to get that was like 9,000 Robux or like nine, you know, just under the, the, the point. Well, guess what? They don't add it. They didn't add tax. So then you hit tax and it's like, one it, it it equates to ten dollars and like fifty two cents, but you can't yeah. just add fifty two cents. You have to add another ten dollars to get yeah. over that, just to get that That's one thing. Really frustrating. A lot of companies do that. Not not even yep. in the video game. So, like PlayStation Network used to do that shit, and it drove me fucking crazy. Because like you'd get go to the checkout, and be like, oh, you're two dollars short. Yeah. 
on your <laughs> PSN account. Well, fuck. All right, I'll add some money. Well, you gotta add ten bucks. Yeah. <laughs> minimum of ten dollars. Yeah. It's like literally, I need. And you could cents. you couldn't add like the exact amount, so you would always have that remaining balance yep. stuck on your PSN account, just annoying you. Oh yeah, back in the PS3 it's days. Zero. Yeah. yeah. You'd have like two bucks and fourteen cents left in your account. You couldn't fucking do anything with yeah. it except buy like profile pictures or something. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think they fixed that until like PS4, like right yeah, before. Them. It wasn't that long ago. Yeah. It was up until very recently, maybe maybe a year or two ago. Uh, yeah, that yeah. was ugh. it. Was very frustrating. Uh, yeah, it's it's predatory. It's not particularly enjoyable, and it, it my biggest problem is that it just messes with the quality of the actual product and the actual game. It's anti-consumer. Right. That yeah. that's the that's the issue at large. Yeah. Moving on. Next topic, uh, San Diego Comic-Con has actually returned this year, post-COVID, and it will be next weekend, July 21st to uh, July 24th. So, uh, for any of you that have missed the reveals and the the various things that come out of San Diego Comic-Con, which is probably the biggest and most iconic Comic-Con you know, internationally yeah. speaking. Yeah, the, the the Hall H. Everyone just wants to see what the hell Marvel reveals in Hall H. Yep. yep. So this always yields a bunch of new announcements, new timelines, new uh, discussions, new panels, surprise guests, etc. Uh, I thought for the return of San Diego Comic-Con and in celebration of this, maybe we could propose some of the things we would like to see at San Diego Comic-Con or emerge from San Diego Comic-Con. Oh. Uh, I'll go ahead and start. Uh, so this is called San Diego Comic-Con, right? Typically, yes. Yeah. yeah. Can we... I don't know. This is, this is a little wild. Promote comics? <laughs> I know no. we're really hyped with uh, the whole, like, hey... All of these comics are turning into movies and TV it's shows. Comic-related really, things. It, it's comic-related. Oh my god, guys! It's a theme, Emery. Guys, it's a theme. It just, just hear me out. If you want your nerds, hey, getting hey. these comic artists and writers, getting their autographs and dressing up in their cosplay. I swear to God, <laughs> you can go to your peasant cons. Oh, throughout the Midwest. Okay, you you listen here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was still in Satan mode. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> if we're going to like bring back San Diego Comic Con, I think it would behoove these companies to start promoting the source material that they keep pulling from, or not pulling from in some cases, uh, so that people can get into what got these movies and TV shows going in the first place. Yeah, no doubt about it. So I'm trying to look up and see what all they have in the agenda, but of course they don't. Doesn't look like they have a lot yet. Yeah, so. there's you can find stuff if you really dig, but their website is terrible. I was yeah, trying to find like all the panels and all the their website the, is garbage. Yeah, yeah. So. It, it doesn't help that admission is. Probably an actual arm and a leg. Yeah, yeah. And, and keep in mind, they're still in California, which still has a lot of COVID precautions and oh, uh, standards God. in place. L.A. in particular, but... Uh, That's a whole nother layer to this whole thing. Yeah. It's like, okay, this is what would have been called a year or two ago a 
potential super spreader event. Yeah. So you went over what you would like the comic convention to focus on. Right. What announcements would you like to see? What announcements would I like to see? Um, hell, <laughs> double down. It would be nice for them to announce that they're going to focus more on comics. But <laughs> being not, realistic, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, they're, they're it, trying to kill the comic industry yeah, as it, much as they can. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. It really is. Um, There's one publisher right now. It, it's it's not good. <laughs> it's really not. Uh, okay, things that I would like to see or hear announced. Um, uh, well, I'm get, just going to start with Hall H. We got to see what the hell is going on with the rest of Phase 4 and what the beginning of Phase 5 is going to look like. We, we, we got to I mean, we gotta what's hear left of Phase 4? It's just uh, Black Panther 2, right? It's Black Panther 2. There's Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Yeah. And okay. um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I think, if I'm not mistaken, there's supposed to be a Fantastic Four movie that completes Phase Four. Was that Phase Four or was that Phase Five? I'm not sure. See, that that's what yeah. we need clarification on. And there's what all... fucking phase is the Fantastic Four going to show up? I'll tell you yeah. in a second. Hold because on. that's yeah. And there's there's already rumors that uh, <laughs> the Fantastic Four character they already casted. I mean, I guess they're, they're, I don't know if I should talk about spoilers yet, but apparently he's not going to be. The if they're not, if Mr. Fantastic, yeah, y yeah, which I'm kind of okay with. All right, so I know that's see, just me. actually you were right. Uh, Phase uh, Fantastic Four is supposed to be. Is that supposed to come out next year? There's no fucking way that's coming out next oh, year. Oh, absolutely not. We've said that a lot. I would I wouldn't be surprised if they pull it out of their ass. The Marvels too. Oh uh, yeah, Marvels. the Marvels and okay. Blade. And Gar oh, I forgot about Blade. And uh, Guardians, Blade? Guardians Blade? Three. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, okay, so how many is that that's supposed to come out next year? So this year we just released Thor. Um, we July. Okay, this is old because it says July eighth. Black Panther two is supposed to come out. Oh yeah, I know uh, at least a couple of things have Okay, this is a newer one. So. Marvel Phase 4 was Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals, Spider-Man, Multiverse of Madness, Thor, then we have Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, The Marvels, Quantum Mania, Guardians Vol Volume 3, and it's still saying the Fantastic Four. Huh. Okay. It does not have a date for it, though. There's more than I remembered. Yes. Gotta be honest. Um, yeah. I, th I was thinking that uh, Phase 4 was... 90% the television shows, which I guess they still technically are. Up to this point, they have. But been, yeah. I didn't yeah. think that there was that many movies. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. Um, are, does Is that confirming that they're all going to be movies, or is it just saying, you know... Those are the those movies. Are, those, those are... are okay. Because it doesn't. this does not include any... This list that I'm looking at does not include any of the actual television okay. shows. Uh, That's television. pretty television shows. This is yeah. the fucking nineties streaming again. shows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The um, old man is showing <laughs> Disney Plus shows. I will be very shocked if we see Fantastic Four next year. I will be extremely shocked if we see Fantastic Four next year. Yeah, yeah I, I'm assuming that this upcoming Hall H is going to at least announce who the fuck is going to be in the movie. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, it's already been basically said that, hey, we did the 
at you, spoiler, 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 spoiler for for the Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which I would assume everybody who's listening or watching this has already seen that. Yep. Yeah, but uh, spoiler. Uh, John Krasinski played the uh, Reed Richards, and he did a fantastic yeah. job. He did a fantastic job for all of about a few minutes. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. I, I, I like John yeah. Krasinski. I'm probably the minor- minority on this, but I don't buy him as Mr. Fantastic Reed Richards I, at all. I think he did a fantastic job. He's still I think the fit- dope from the Office to I, me. I, like, <laughs> I get that, but then yeah. again, I know. I never watched The Office. I'll say. So, it. Oh, that, so you that have a clean slate. That explains yeah. a lot. I mean, I've seen The Office. I've seen him in The Office. Yeah. I didn't religiously watch The Office. I don't know why. Just never. I like The Office. I think it's funny. I yeah. just never sat down and watched it. Yeah. However, I think John Krasinski did a fantastic job in the like minute and a half he was yeah. on stage. He was on, Jim Halpert stage, to me. You yeah. know, he was. The yeah. minute and a half he was up there, he did a he yeah. did a great job. Th- yeah. That being said, and he turned into a Twizzler. The uh, <laughs> uh, too soon, uh. too soon. Uh, it apparently it's been reported that uh, that was basically a fan like stunt casting that I mean Feige did because that, everyone was asking for it. That whole council, that whole Illuminati was a fan casting. Y- yeah, the the I entire mean, thing. I mean, the whole movie was. A <laughs> <laughs> the whole movie basically was basically a fan fiction, but we, fun. Yes, yeah. I mean. That being said, uh, I've heard reports from people who have heard reports that they're looking for a significantly younger set of people for really? the MCU Fantastic oh. Four. But we're, we're going to see. The, these are just reports. Take it with a grain of salt. Was, they might actually, They might actually just reveal... Hey, Did, we know you like John Krasinski, so we're going to pay him exactly as much as he's asking to commit me. to like the next 10 years of being Mr. Fantastic. Now, did you speaking of Fantastic 4, uh did you guys see the tweet that Chris, uh Chris Evans did where he said <laughs> they asked somebody asked him if he would if he would consider coming back as Captain America and he responded and he's like, "No, but you know, I'd probably do Johnny Storm. I don't think he got. <laughs> I, I didn't really get a chance to explore nice that character too much. It's <laughs> like I'd be more interested in coming back as Johnny Storm than than uh, Captain America at this yeah. point. The balls you gotta oh, have. What's Jessica Alba doing? <laughs> I'm sure she's available. <laughs> she's young, she's, right? We, she's we busy need, running no. her own company. Yeah, <laughs> that's what she's doing. She makes awesome diapers, though. Hey, <laughs> I'm sure I'll find out. Yeah, geez. soon enough. Yeah, she she wanted to go like super responsible and locally sourced with all of her shit. Yeah. Hats off to you. Yeah. So uh, that's interesting. I, uh, I I I'm gonna be honest. I completely forgot Fantastic Four was even on the docket. <laughs> the stage I, of Marvel. There is Fantastic Four is one of those franchises that. Movie wise, it just has not been done. It, it nobody's done it justice, and I worry that no one will. You know, it's been done yeah. so terribly for so long that I feel like it's almost got the stigma behind it. That it, although, if anybody can do it right, it's going to be Marvel because well, they uh, own it, right? But 
I mean, it's a team movie, so I feel like if they got James Gunn on it, <laughs> that'd be the perfect combination. Yeah, James Gunn would never. It's not nearly bloody or nasty enough yet. 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 Oh, oh, now, oh, okay. Reed Richards being turned into a Twizzler aside. <laughs> <laughs> there, I really don't see them going the gross and nasty route. Yeah, probably not. Unless. I mean, maybe with Doom. Uh, uh, yeah. Doom. That's, yes. that's who I'm really looking forward to them hopefully announcing this year. I, yeah. Who yeah. the fuck is going to be Dr. Doom? Because... Whoever's doing it has really got to sell that entire getup. And Doctor Doom has the potential of being the next to steal a D and D term, the next true BBEG. Yes, yeah. Kang. I don't fucking care about Kang. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't care about Kang. We've seen Kang all of about like a lot of uh, villains in these movies. He's the biggest Five villain minutes. of the television series. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yes, he's going to be in Quantum Mania, but again. You're putting the you you had the reveal of the BBEG in uh, a television show. One of the, I mean, Loki was good. Loki was a good show, but ooh, ooh, contrarian opinion there, Emery. Did you not like Loki, uh, sir? Okay, are you okay? Uh, okay, he, um, I'm worried about you. I have a very controversial opinion about that show. <gasps> I don't care how many times you trick us into thinking Owen Wilson is going to say, oh, oh wow. Yeah. I don't care how many times <laughs> yeah. you have wow. girl you have girl Loki talk to boy Loki and try to do some weird will weird they won't they with sexual tension with, with themselves basically with, with, with themselves who become it, it, so you have no heart is what you're telling us you have no heart your heart is dead i'm not an autosexual <laughs> son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> i there is no greater form of narcissism than what they displayed that's, that's, that's who loki no, is that's loki uh, uh, okay there's a difference between like narcissism that's fun and narcissism that's gross. Like narcissism that's fun. I wasn't that, that grossed out by it. That's the. the I was second, kinda into it. Okay, the second to last episode where Loki gets to see all of the other fucking Lokis that were oh, sent yeah. to like that part. That's the narcissism I expected. The Loki, the Loki making with out the with vote Loki for Loki badge. Uh, yes, <laughs> President Loki, the head of all of the Lokis yeah. that have been, uh, you know, time shenanigan out of the their existences. That that's what I expected. That's what I saw in the trailer. That's what I was game for. Loki making out with the girl version of himself, which is basically him making out with himself. No. Stop! <laughs> I have to draw a line somewhere. See, this, every episode I'm surprised by somebody having a contrarian take that I did not expect. <laughs> nor ever expected. Uh, I appreciate I you, Emery. <laughs> to go... To, to reel this back now. Y yeah, bring it back in. I I enjoyed Loki. It wasn't my favorite of the, of the shows. Um... But I enjoyed Loki, and 
but the fact that Kang was literally set up for like the entire show was just setting him up for Quantum Mania. So it was it was the prologue of Quantum Mania more or less. And I I appreciate what they did. However, I don't care about Kang. I don't I <laughs> They I, haven't done anything to make you care about but Kang. From the second they brought in Thanos in a post credit scene, as soon as they mentioned Infinity Stone and you knew where that plot was going for all of the Marvel movies, yeah. I was like, Oh shit. It's right. Thanos. You know, I don't fucking care about Kang. Well, see, here's the thing with Thanos. The reason Thanos worked is because you can actually go back and look at those, like, original Marvel movies and see that they were setting up Thanos from day one. Right. With Kang, it's just... (laughs) Well, don't don't kill me or do. Multiverse is happening either way. Yeah, but, I mean, granted... (laughs) They didn't have the rights to Kang, so clearly they couldn't do anything with Kang until they bought out Fox, because right. Kang is Kang tied is... into the... He's a Richard, he's tied into Fantastic Four, um, he's the, what, great-great-grandson of Reed and Sue, or something like that. I forget uh, the exact uh, ge- he, generational... He was, before they uh, cast him with Jonathan Majors, great actor, by the way, see Lovecraft Country, if you have the time. But, like, with them casting him, they are very obviously going a very different route. Possibly. I mean, yeah. it depends on his generational and, you know, how many uh, generations removed he is, I uh, guess. Uh, okay, <laughs> that's going to make the casting of the Fantastic Four even more interesting if they even consider tying those two together. I'm just, I'm <laughs> stating. However, they didn't have the rights to him. That was my point, is they didn't have the rights to Kang right. up until they like, bought out Fox. Right. There's, there's a lot that they got the rights to that they're still trying to figure out what the Which, fuck to do with it. Uh, probably shouldn't talk about the... Uh, have you watched Mar- uh, uh, Marvel yet? Y- yes. No, I, I haven't yet. Okay. Uh, okay, do you care about spoilers? Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm sure our audience does because it's brand new. Uh, uh, Okay. That that's fair. It it literally just finished. But Uh, uh, yeah. Here's what I will bring up relating to Fox. I want to know what's going on with X Men. Like, we can't just keep sitting on our hands with X Men having it right there in our back pockets. It it's coming. So. Ms. Marvel, if you haven't seen it, go see it. Yes. Uh, if you're watching YouTube, which is probably where you're watching us right now. Pause it and go watch the last episode of... <laughs> pause it and go watch the last episode of Ms. Marvel. Uh, let's just say uh, it's becoming more and more common knowledge that, uh, well, they're they're making a connection. Yes. Okay. Okay. So... That's interesting, but we still need casting, timelines. Right. But et cetera. Between, again, without... Without spoiling anything. I mean, the only one we know is Deadpool. <laughs> yes, we know Deadpool. We already know they're making another Deadpool movie. Uh, hopefully Which before still, he turns 60. I still <laughs> cannot believe that they haven't done a fourth wall just like Deadpool shows up in the background of one of the other movies yet. Well, that's what I thought Multiverse of Madness was going to do. They had the perfect opportunity just to be like, have Ryan Reynolds just standing there like eating a pizza or something. One of my, one of my favorite that? memes was this one that went around a couple years ago that was like 
um, when they when they were fighting with Sony and Sony took the rights to Spider Man away and wasn't going to give, they needed to just like uh, in the new Deadpool movie they needed to cast uh, Tom Holland as you know Peter Smith. And then he's like, like sitting there eating pizza, and then all of a sudden you see uh, fucking Andrew Garfield walk in the back, like, "Hey, how's it going, guys?" And then you see fucking Tobey Maguire like walk, like as the pizza delivery guy, like, "Hey, it's pizza, pizza time." time. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, that but, would have been perfection. Oh my god. But yeah, to. To go back to what we were originally talking about before then is, you know, between the Illuminati and Multiverse of Madness and then the last episode of Captain Marvel or Captain Marvel, Miss um, Marvel, Marvel yeah. uh, the connections are there. They the seeds are sown and it's going to come to fruition. The biggest issue that this MCU has and. I'm not the first person to say this, and I'm sure shit not the last person to say this, is the background of the X-Men is not there. You know, in the comics, you know, the fact that Magneto was a was a fucking Holocaust survivor, the all of the cultural influence that the X-Men had, all of the, you know, basically racism, classism, and throughout the 50s, through the you know, 90s, whatever, that's not there. So now they have to come up, and that's like the main driving force of the X-Men is the cultural (laughs) significance. Um, So are they just going to be like, oh, now there's mutants. There's mutants. It's kind of a cop-out, you know? There is. I really thought they had the perfect opportunity at the end of, you know, the the Infinity War and Endgame sequences. Because they released all the celestial energy with the stones. Yes. That would that would be the perfect excuse to activate a latent gene. Absolutely. And, and create the X Men using they, the celestial They influence. might still they, they might do still something do with that. that. Yeah. There it, is a possibility. It, it's mm, my it, my uh assumption was it was going to be a reverse house of M and multiverse of madness and Basically, she was going to be like, instead of no more mutants, she was going to be like, let there be mutant, or, you know, somehow calling it, Scarlet Witch was going to call it into existence. Mm. Right. That was my assumption. Um, Yeah, that's another good take. But Mm -hmm. clearly that didn't happen. No, it didn't. Uh, It seems like they're honestly playing the long game when it comes to bringing the the X-Men back. And, I mean, why wouldn't they? And because right now you've already killed off or retired all of the big names you had through the first few phases. Yeah. You, I mean, and up until now they thought that they weren't going to have Spider-Man, which is like if you think of Marvel, what's the first thing? It's like Spider-Man yeah. to Marvel is Superman to DC, you know? It, yeah, that's the biggest thing they got. Yeah, and so they – no Iron Man, no Captain America, no more Spider-Man. You know, what What do you do? You have to – you can either throw all, all the X-Men, the Fantastic Four, and everything in right now, and then what are you going to do in – the next 10 years. Well, that that was always my conundrum why I was thinking, you know, at this point 
you know, there really isn't a good excuse not to reboot other than generate TV shows. Because Black Panther's dead in real life. Right. Uh, you have all these cast members that are either, you know, reinforced that they're not coming back. You and, know, that yeah. they have no interest in yeah. doing these movies anymore. Uh, and that's beside the point of having a huge payday if they ever do come back. Right. Right. Uh, and then having to do some really crazy shenanigans with the storytelling to bring them back for a purpose. Uh and then you have like characters that are just getting old, which we saw in Multiverse of Madness again. A spoiler, but you see Sir Patrick Stewart come back, right? And oh. that was I've, he's I so frail love, and old I know. now. I love that, Patrick like, Stewart, and I love his take on yeah. Professor X. I think it's perfect. Yeah, absolutely. But it just it was almost painful. It to was. Watch. It was, and it was extremely painful in his death scene. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. oh, you don't do that, Sir Patrick Stewart. No, oh. you don't do that, Sam Raimi. Uh, <laughs> no, that's exactly what Sam Raimi would do. <laughs> Damn it, Sam Raimi! <laughs> Curses! Like you've seen his movies. That's yeah. true. <laughs> uh, I love Sam Raimi, and that's one of the, my favorite things about Multiverse of Madness. Is literally somebody went to. Uh, Feige went to uh, Sam Raimi and was like, "Just whatever, just do just your do thing, what you want. <laughs> whatever. I don't fucking care. Just fucking be Sam Raimi." It's like, yeah. okay, I'm gonna have, uh, I'm gonna have Scarlet Witch as the villain, and she's gonna, she's gonna fucking kill all of the the big heads in Marvel. Like, I'm, I'm talking fucking Professor X. I'm talking Black Bolt, who we are very conveniently forgetting exists. I'm talking... <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking Reed Richards. I'm talking... Uh, oh, we, we already used Captain America. Okay, Captain Carter from the What If Show. Uh, Captain Marvel? Uh, uh, oh, she's she's busy. Okay, uh, d- different, different Captain Marvel. Uh, like, I'm killing all of them. <laughs> Excelsior! Yeah. I don't know why I turned into Stan Lee. I don't yeah, know why you just the... turned. It totally works. <laughs> totally works. The, you've been oh possessed by the spirit of Stan Fucking Lee. Fucking and <sighs> can, <laughs> Sam Raimi and every single Sam Raimi project and uh, fucking my favorite actor ever, Bruce Campbell. <laughs> I love Bruce Campbell. And the fact, the fucking hand, the fucking possessed hand. Oh my God, it was perfect. It was, it was so fucking amazing. Of all the gags he could have brought back from the dead. Why wouldn't he? <laughs> Literally from like, the dead. <laughs> oh my uh, God. Th- thank you, Sam Raimi. We love your movies. I wonder Keep- how much they paid him. A stupid amount. Either that or he's <laughs> just like, just fuck curious. it. I just want to do it because it's going to be I fun. I mean, that would be awesome. <laughs> I would love for that to be true. It's like, wait, yeah. I get to make a Marvel horror movie? Motherfucking was, sign but, yeah. me. Oh okay. Ba- so back good. to the original point. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, we, yeah. It, I just feel like they're kind of at the perfect point to reboot the entire universe I, to bring in a new Captain America eventually, bring yeah. in a new Iron Man the, and a new Hulk and all these other characters that you you can't do anything with now. Uh, I just, right. I oh. get I get with the multiverse shit. Like I'm sure there'll be some weird excuse to mix new. Right. Personnel with I the, swear to God, the newly established Fantastic Four. I quit. I quit. <laughs> fucking all this shit about Tom Cruise as Tony Stark. Oh. I will fucking walk out of the theater. Danger yeah. zone. Lacast Elon Musk. Oh, oh n- we don't need I, I, real I, life I, Tony I, Stark. I, I, uh, well, uh, I'm Tony Stark. Uh, uh. <laughs> 
God, the Please Elon do. Musk Saturday Night Live was the most painful thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> right. but, uh, I, yeah, I just I, I feel like they're wasting time more than anything. Right I now. I agree with you to a point. However, I don't know how successful rebooting any of those characters will be because of the fact that they're so iconic now and the actors who played them yeah that's played them I mean, so perfectly christopher reeves was iconic too and they replaced him uh, uh, that's okay. because he couldn't walk anymore okay here's yeah. the thing i mean they replaced it, michael keaton as batman uh, uh, after uh, one film uh, yeah uh, okay. that's the thing one film uh, okay you know you didn't have an two entire films. two films yes. two films you didn't Excuse have me. an entire fucking universe created because of these characters these characters weren't played by the yeah, but the actors. characters aren't there anymore so the universe doesn't need them uh, okay here's C- clearly hey, not because they're hey. doing just fine right now without them right then why reboot them if they're doing just because fine we need them? we want the characters we, we don't want these characters to not exist period uh, okay <laughs> right? but this I'll, is how they like with dc these actors play marvel characters for upwards of 10 years exactly and thus making them far more synonymous with these characters, unlike Batman, who gets changed out like once every like I don't know two years, yeah, maybe three. Seconds. Yeah. <laughs> but here's they the, keep going through. You know, I mean, the Hulk was changed three times already, so I, I, that sounds like a bullshit excuse to me. <laughs> uh, okay, but yet we are We're still on our third on, Hulk. Okay, and he's probably retiring soon. Uh, yes. uh, However, we'll, we'll see how the She Hulk goes. Yeah, that's that's the the point I was going to make is the fact that they're doing just fine continuing with the second generation of those same characters. I mean, instead of instead of uh Iron Man you're going to have a fucking Riri Williams coming in in the next as Iron Heart. Oh, you have yeah, you she's have coming Kate, soon too. Kate Bishop taking over. You have a uh, fucking She-Hulk coming in t- to take place of Hulk. You have whoever the hell's going to be the new Black Panther. Um they're yeah, they're, they're going still working the, that one out. Yeah, they're going into the whole second generation of heroes which they could do for a while and then by that point once yeah. they go through you know the 20 fucking years of this <laughs> next generation uh, then maybe people, 20 fucking years then maybe people won't care as much about like the, recasting about recasting yeah. iron man and and shit like it's that like and, oh yeah. yeah it's been so long i think we're finally ready yeah yeah we'll see i i i, just, I, I feel like there eventually there's there's going to be a, a stark decline in interest. <laughs> stark. Uh, uh, and I just, I, I don't know. I, I, I felt so lukewarm about this whole phase of Marvel products to begin with. Just yeah. because, I, I mean, there's there's exhaustion setting in. And, and I, I mean, there is. And, and I, I feel like... And the, the more they add, the, the tighter the reins are on the writing staff with what they can yes. do anymore. Because there's so much canon that you have to sustain... To go right. into the future I, now, I it's, feel like it's a burden. Switching to the TV format was a good choice at this point, yeah. um, to give themselves a little bit of a refresher and to give themselves uh, a different take on things. Like instead of these big epic things, let's focus on the street level heroes. And now that you have the access to the to the Fox heroes that you can slowly start peppering in you know now that you have and the netflix ones that they're bringing back in because they've already said um charlie cox is coming back in echo and then they're already planning a disney plus daredevil show Mm -hmm. so you're bringing in 
Daredevil, which means eventually they're going to bring in Punisher, Jessica Jones, who gives Luke a Cage. Fuck about Luke Cage. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> okay, the Luke, show was the show Luke Cage halfway season decent. two yeah. is, is what we and all wanted. As long as we get a different Iron Fist, <laughs> <laughs> he was fantastic in Game of Thrones, but I don't know if it was him. Or if it was the writing. Probably both. Or if it was a combination of both. Yeah. But as long as we don't go with the same route with Iron Fist, please. Yeah, they, they got to they gotta fix like gotta, whatever the fuck they wrote They got to Hulk them out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hulk them out, really? Uh, I'm petty. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> what else would you like to see at the San Diego Comic-Con from other companies? You know what I would like to not see? Anything from Warner Brothers. <laughs> well, if if we're discussing strictly the stuff that they have announced and have planned, I agree. <laughs> I don't want to see if, a... if they come out and say, you know what, Ezra Miller, we're not releasing that movie. No, Aquaman without Amber Heard, not even going to bother editing it. Just, we're done. I, we're done with see... the Snyderverse. It's done. Yeah, we're moving on. <laughs> Did you see the there was a Joker p- two is no longer a musical. <laughs> <laughs> if they do that, I'm I'm totally yeah. on board. <laughs> Did you see there was a petition that went out um, to replace Amber Heard with again Bruce Campbell? <laughs> yeah, I and did. it got I did see it that. got over a million signatures. That's what I want to see. That's that's the you want to know what I want to see in yeah. San Diego Comic Con. I want to see the announcement that Bruce Campbell is taking over and replacing Amber Heard, and they're just green screening him in. They're not even reshooting it. It's just going to be like a shitty green screen effect of yeah. Bruce Campbell in a speedo next to Jason Momoa. I would be. I would. I would actually want to see that movie oh if God. they did that. People would actually I would. pay money. I would. I would. I really would. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. I, I, I mean, the only thing that I have any interest in whatsoever from Warner Brothers live action movies right now is the one product Shazam Two. That's it. And Shazam is like a, a standalone thing. They they intentionally hid a <laughs> a cameo character in the first movie because they didn't know if they were going to have access to him in the future. Uh, so I won't spoil it if you haven't <laughs> since you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, but I haven't seen it. There's oh a famous cameo at the very end of Shazam, yep. and they only show him from the neck down because they didn't know if they would have access to this real particular dumb. person in character. Fantastic! Yeah. It's real dumb. Yeah, that's how fucking chaotic this company is. They can't, they can't even they can't ridiculous. even do a cameo properly because the they give, they don't know thing. what the status of their act. It's so terrible. The fucking WB did a better cinematic universe with their television shows than WB, than Warner Brothers ever will. Yeah, it's it's frustrating. What else can you possibly expect from doing cocaine comics? It's not DC Comics that's at fault. It's it's Warner Warner Brothers. Brothers. (laughs) The comics are good. The the cartoons are good. The cartoon animated films are good. Can we just fucking live action Los Angeles Studios <laughs> yes. bullshit. Can we just recut the Arrowverse shows into movies and release them? Yes. I mean, fucking do some d- take the, the season one of Arrow still holds up. Yeah, it I does. Mean, here, here's, take, the graphics are god awful and I mean the the CGI is fucking terrible. It looks like something off yeah. of the WB or yeah. Yeah. or like 
early 2000s uh, sci-fi network shows. Yeah, it, um, that could be re-edited. Yeah, we could. We just go in, we we fix that CGI, and you can recut all of the Arrowverse shows into actual decent movies and do a better job than whatever this yeah. bullshit is that DC movies have put out, or Warner Brothers has put out under DC for fucking the last 20 years. Yeah, and I get, I get the hesitation to use, like, this, the same actors that are already associated with a TV quality project. But, I mean, honestly, they could just take the perfectly casted TV people, yes. like Matt Ryan as Constantine, uh, yeah, and put him Con- directly into a movie. Instead hashtag of, save Constantine. Yeah, hashtag save Constantine. Instead of fucking dealing with Ezra Miller and all of his bullshit, just get Grant Gustin. Gustin? Gustin? Is that yep. how you say his name? Yep, Grant yeah. Gustin. Get yeah. Grant Gustin as the Flash and fucking throw him in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's... Just edit, like, the lower half of his face. Yeah. And, just, it, just... like, you don't have to even have that uncanny valley issue of, you know, is he part of the old Flash universe? Who cares? Yeah, exactly. Exactly! <laughs> you can make this new universe with the same people that you know already do a good job in the roles. Oh, you mean kind of the... like Marvel did in... With Sir Patrick Stewart? <laughs> that, no. They, they didn't establish anything there. No, they didn't. But they, I mean... Yeah, they, that, they, either way. They used him as a pawn to make a grotesque murder scene of an old man. <laughs> That's <laughs> Sam Raimi's wet dream. <laughs> shameless. That's all that was. That was entirely shameless on his part. But we still all paid for that fucking movie. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, honestly, uh, I just want to see some... Honest to God, respect for the fans from Warner Brothers. That's what I want to see. That's don't hold me breath. I, I, you I know what I, I want to see? I want to see an executive say to everyone in whatever hall that they're showing in, "I'm sorry, we're actually gonna release the Flash movie." <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. You'll see, Here's the, the thing. Walk out. Oh, oh, there was still oh, supposed. You will. There was still supposed to be like a Flash Green Lantern movie scheduled. Oh Jesus! Uh, uh, mind you, of course they're gonna recast. But <laughs> that movie. That, here's the fucked up thing about that movie. It's already shot. Like the entire thing is already done. The only reason it's not coming out like later this year or early next year. Is because Ezra Miller's a terrible person. <laughs> yeah. And it's probably bad. So, I mean, yeah, it's probably bad. Look WB, at WB, you can their... afford it. Write it off. <laughs> yeah. If you really want to release it, put it on, you know, one of your streaming platforms and just milk it for what it is. It's like the Snyder Cut. Like, nobody needed to see a theatrical cut of the Snyder Cut of Justice League. You put it on your streaming platform. The people that want to watch it, watch it. The people that don't want to watch it, get to move on and enjoy life and live in the <laughs> illusion that you're not doing cocaine comics. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I, it's, it's a sad state that I live in as a DC fan. I mean, it's thankfully the comics make up for a lot of it, but unlike Marvel, but uh, Marvel has far superior movies. It's it's not even really arguable at this point. Uh, also, I, I dare DC to relieve the first five minutes of Joker 2. <laughs> I want to see Please. the first song that they start. Please don't make I, it a musical. I, I just want to see it. 
Please don't do it. <laughs> it's one Wait, thing if it's like a, a one. Is that an scene. actual thing? Yes, like, it's supposed to be a musical. Yes, yes. that's why they cast Lady Gaga because they want to make it a musical. Are you fucking? Kidding? <laughs> I'm not fucking kidding you. I am dead serious, and it fucking the, hurts me to say the this. The Joker. Okay, <laughs> you have Every, no idea all how of the, hard I'm clenching right now. All of the shit that I just <laughs> laid on DC. The Joker was the exception to that. The Joker was a fantastic fucking movie. And so, in WB let's tradition, we're shit all over let's it. Let's ruin it. Yep, let's uh, put nipples on it and uh, <laughs> give it a credit card. <laughs> oh my. They're George Clooney it, aren't they? Oh, uh, Jesus. George Clooney with his uh, trademark head Bat swing. nipples. Uh, I'm Batman. <laughs> These are my bat nipples. Hi, Mr. Freeze. I'm Batman. What? <laughs> I, I swear we know what we're doing I mean, with Batman. We know what we're doing with Batman. But hey, Everyone we might, else. We might get some announcements about uh, another Harley Quinn season, the animated show on the HBO streaming app. Might get more news on Doom Patrol, another season perhaps. Uh, okay, yeah, Doom Patrol is I, great. I do want to see more Brendan Fraser because I love him. Yes. Uh, you know, like I said, WB does really good stuff outside of Hollywood. It's the Hollywood stuff it, that's it's, horrible. It, it's few and far between. It's horrible. It's unfortunate, but it's few and far between the good things that they do. And it's not limited to just DC, but it's particularly bad with DC. It, it, yeah. <sighs> it's unfortunate. They we, have a template. <laughs> there's, there's not one, but two studios that give you the perfect template, and you failed to execute anyway. God. So frustrating. It, it keeps happening. But moving from the two big uh, comic companies, since we're eating up a lot of time with this one news item. Uh, it's a big news item. Real quick, I, I would like to see something being done with Hellboy. That's what I would like to see. So, some... Kind of like a recast. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't. Did <laughs> hey you now. see the new Hellboy movie with no. Harbor? Harbor? Yeah, Harbor. Uh, uh, Harbor. David Harbor. David Harbor. David Harbor from Stranger Things. Oh fucking yeah! He's the, he's yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah! I remember seeing yeah. the previews for that, but I, yeah, yeah, the I reviews were pretty bad, so I I didn't get no. a chance to see it. But I um, saw it, and my favorite thing in that movie is. Can we just go back oh. to Ron Perlman? Uh, Please? He's, he's, he's old. He's, he's, <laughs> he's approaching it's 80. It's a Sir Patrick Stewart I, issue. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you put Ron Perlman in some fucking red body paint, and he... I mean, maybe they can do some like face capture like Josh Brolin. Yeah, oh, that would work. Yep, yep. Work with just a face capture thing. With, that, but the, that they'd have work. to do so much CG, which, I mean, Hellboy, I guess you could get away with. But the practical effects were too good. Just, I mean, yeah, just you, can't, you can't do work. a Hellboy. Yeah, you can't just, do Hellboy. Just voiceover for Ron Perlman and put it a full CG God, Hellboy. Yeah. He did have the perfect voice for yeah. that fucking character. He really did. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I would like to see some something from the smaller companies, particularly, you know, Hellboy. You know, maybe it'd be cool if we could see something a little bit better quality for Ninja Turtles, you know. I you know, I don't I don't need it to be Michael Bade. No. Yeah. The, that, can we yeah. get a non Michael Bay Ninja Turtles? Please? You know, we don't need Ninja Turtles with nostrils and. You know, <laughs> oh God! Uh, it's, it's terrifying. I don't need to see your nose holes, yeah. please. It's like a VW bus with <laughs> nostrils and a mouth. Oh no! Uh, All right, but I will say the 
best part of the Michael Bay Ninja Turtle movies is the Michelangelo, don't worry, it's just a mask joke. That was fucking hilarious. It <laughs> and was it was the, in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, it was in the trailer. It was the best part of both movies, but it was hilarious. It's like, don't worry, it's yeah. just a mask. Why is that what you think I'm freaking out about? <laughs> you fucking you, you yeah. upright turtle. Yeah. That, uh, oh my god. There's a there's a lot of great comic book products out there and just stuff waiting to be tapped. I mean, people didn't think Walking Dead was going to be anything until they made that show and then it exploded, Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And it became one of the most collectible comic series on the planet, you know. Which, uh, uh that's about to end. Yeah, it's finally coming to the conclusion. Uh, probably way too late. Yeah, way <laughs> I stopped. I stopped watching uh, about Negan when they introduced yeah. Negan. Is about when I stopped watching. Yeah, I mean, I've read the whole comic series, but uh, yeah, the TV show. I just it ran so long. Which, I cut. I couldn't stick with it. I was just. Which let me clarify. Yeah. It wasn't because of Negan because he fucking played that character yeah, he did great. perfectly. Yeah. yeah, it was just. After seventy three seasons, I was just kind of burnt out. <laughs> well, and, and for from just to give you a little context for me as a person that read the comic and really enjoyed the comic, it's really hard for me to watch a show that starts off with the same characters as the comic, but with a totally different story for like the first two or three seasons, and then they just like try to pretend like they're gonna follow the sure. comic now when they already usurped like yeah, all the, you, right. the, the they've core already material. Gone in a completely different direction. And then they have to like shoehorn characters and events in that already happened in the comic, yeah. you know, in a weird way that doesn't make a lot of sense. And then it, I don't know, it it hits this weird middle ground that doesn't quite work for me. I, I would rather you either do something unique or stick to the source so material. It's, so it's the Dark Tower movie. Yeah. 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 God. Yeah. Very similar. Oh, God. It, that movie makes me sad. It's, it, it's, it's I a have weird... a love-hate relationship to that movie. Yeah. Because I absolutely adore the Dark Tower series. And the movie, while, you know, panned everywhere and really fucking hard yeah i don't hate the movie i can't say that i loved the movie but i don't hate the movie i watched it while i was in a hotel room in chicago one time and i was like it was entertaining and knowing the way that that series ends and how they were approaching this movie without giving away any spoilers in my head, I could follow it and it made sense. Yeah. <clears throat> However, it wasn't done well. Yeah. It I... is the epitome of like, for me, it's a, it's a guilty pleasure. It's the, I'll watch it again when I'm like, can't fall asleep or something, you know. Mm -hmm. and you just want to see the fucking gunslinger. Yeah, and yeah. it's and I'm I'm the thing that makes me sad is the fact that that is probably the only visual uh, version of it we're ever going to see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, with that movie, I have the same issue with that that you have with The Walking Dead. Uh, that right. movie, it felt like it was trying to both be its own thing and, like, say that it's going to follow the source material up to a point. It's, like, trying to have it both ways, but in right. the end, really not having it either way. 
Yeah. It's a... Uh, yeah. I, I think it does, specifically for that movie, for me, it comes down to, just like you said, either follow the source material or be committed to doing your own thing. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, it comes out a mess. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I don't think there's too much more to touch on that. Got yeah. a, you guys got any major ones to stand out before we move on? No. No. Uh, Valiant. <laughs> I really... I, I would like to see Valiant do something. <laughs> yeah. Other, I mean, they they kind of spoiled their one opportunity with Bloodshot. But, yeah, they, yeah, they really shit the bed with Bloodshot. <laughs> yeah. And, and the, I mean, to, to be fair, they picked the... The wrong person uh, totally to be Bloodshot. <laughs> incompetent studio and casting director. and Yeah. They, yeah. Just, uh, they did not make good decisions like, there. All right, moving on. So, uh, again, if you are looking forward to the announcements or are attending uh, any panels or anything like that this year at San Diego Comic-Con, it is July 21st to July 24th, so look forward to that. Next up on the news, uh, Bandai Namco was the victim of a ransomware attack by the group named ALPHV, more commonly known as Black Cat. Uh, They've attacked a few companies in the past, um... And, and Bandai Namco is not the only video game company to fall victim to ransomware attacks. Uh, not too long ago, CD Projekt Red was uh, the victim of a ransomware attack in 2021. And then Capcom was also famously uh, uh, dealt with a ransomware attack in 2020. Um, just thought I'd bring this up. You know, it's it, with the kind of war going on in Ukraine, it's been very public that... Uh, various groups and hackers and ransomware groups from both countries and internationally have been basically going at an all-out war, uh, digitally oh speaking, uh, right. with various points of infrastructure, various businesses that are you know popular in different industries, and they're basically poking everywhere. I mean, uh, anybody that works in a corporate setting like I do, you know, you're constantly reinforced with, hey... A, B, and C need to be secure. Don't don't f around with yeah. these emails. If anything suspicious, report it immediately. You know, label it as malicious or potentially malicious, and you know, don't open it. Don't click any links. You know, don't do anything stupid. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. know. <laughs> and it's it's this isn't this is public knowledge, but there's several businesses that are linked to critical infrastructure and logistics that have already been hacked and basically brought to a standstill for weeks and it's yeah. it's not you know you look at the news and you see stuff like backed up at the port and stuff backed up at the rail and these big logistics uh crunches that are happening all over the world you know more or less due to covid but also because of high demand right. uh, and scarcity of materials that's also being caused by attacks ransomware attacks and you know the things that are attacking critical infrastructure in retaliation and in uh in aggression so uh, it's just a big reminder to everybody out there even these gaming companies who think would be relatively safe until they get doxxed for having a you know contrary opinion or <laughs> I mean, a bad business practice still think of how yeah. much uh you know, proprietary information and, and private information these guys yep. have when it comes to accounts, uh, credit card numbers, yep. and all that other shit. Yep. That they have all those rewards programs, they want your oh, email yeah. and your phone number. And, yeah. Yep. 
they can get a ton of info and it, they did publicly release that uh, while it didn't affect anybody in the Americas or Europe, uh, it did affect uh, the information security of non-Japanese Asian nations that are their customers. So uh, they did point out that you know anybody in, in the Southeast Asia, basically, except for Japan, for some reason, they have a separate infrastructure for that, um, were affected by you know data loss and various things that could potentially affect your identity and the security of your identity in those countries so if you're watching or listening from any of the countries in southeast asia other than japan you might want to watch out if you have a bandai namco you know loyalty program uh account or anything like that so good to know good to watch out for moving on oh so i don't get to say hack the planet no. <laughs> Speaking of movies I used to fall asleep to every single night, <laughs> I'm pretty sure from uh, let's say 2005 or 2002 until about 2007, I fell asleep to the DVD of Hackers damn near every single night. <laughs> Of all the things you could have fallen asleep to. It's a very strange choice. <laughs> I, I loved that movie, but it was one of those, like, again, the, going back oh, to the guilty, guilty pleasures. Oh, that's a guilty pleasure. Oh, yeah. Because the movie's actually kind of terrible. <laughs> it's, but, it's not kind of. <laughs> but I enjoyed it so much. with And, like, I used to just, like throw it in my DVD player because it was one of those things where I would I needed some sort of stimulation to fall asleep. I couldn't fall asleep if it was total silence or total darkness. So I would always have my TV on. But then I would start to get into whatever I was watching and I wouldn't want to fall asleep. So then I'd just throw some mundane movie I've seen thousands <laughs> of times. So I would throw in Hackers, the DVD of Hackers, and I would sit there and fall asleep to it damn near every single night. Every episode, I feel closer to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, see, when they do it in the movies, it's cheeky and fun. But when they do it in real life, it's sad and tragic. <laughs> it's true. Moving on. Next news topic. Uh, PlayStation has announced its free loyalty program, PlayStation Stars. Speaking of loyalty programs, that will... that'll get hacked. Yep. Oh, shit. Ooh. Is it too soon? I don't know. Feel, feels too soon, but it's probably not. Shit, maybe. <laughs> Sony famously has fell victim to hacking campaigns multiple times. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. PSN not, was down for like a month at one point. Yeah. Not a good infrastructure. Not great. That was just because it was PSN. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they apparently made it better with you know two-step verification, but uh, we'll see. Yeah, I don't, I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, anyway, they have launched this new uh, program that will be appearing later in 2022. Uh, it will feature various challenges and achievements you can strive for. <laughs> Pun intended. Uh, that includes uh, campaigns, as they're calling it, uh, rewards for various trophies, uh, accumulation of credit for trophies, uh, tournaments, uh, and they will also have uh, various competitions for brand new games, like the first to get a given trophy in your region, you will get a sizable bonus. 
uh, in terms of loyalty credit. And you can use that loyalty credit uh, to redeem for PSN funds, or uh, you can buy things directly using that PSN credit for uh, you know, like special digital art and stuff that you can use for your profile pictures and stuff like that. Uh, for those familiar with the PSN profiles, like you have, you know, there's a banner you can customize. You can, if you buy some of the themes, you can customize your PS5 or PS4 theme. Uh, PS3 had the same thing. Uh, so that's always cool. I always thought that all companies should utilize their trophies and achievements and, you know, anything like, related to that. Yeah, sure. Further incentivize, like, having yeah, that. Just like unlocking things in a game, you work towards getting those trophies, not just to have bragging rights on, you know, some. So can you just <laughs> buy the dark shit? Forum. What's that? Can you, can you just buy the shit if it's like a or unlocking? I'm bringing it back to the beginning. Oh, okay. yeah. Bringing it so, all the way Bringing back. it all the way back to the beginning. <laughs> so we'll get so, to that. We'll get to that. Have the ability just to, to pay to get all the shit? So, yeah. Mm. The, the biggest thing that people latched mm. onto with this <laughs> announcement was that they were talking about uh, proprietary digital collectibles, which sounds a lot like an NFT. Oh, Jesus. Uh, mm. So... Now, the uh, executives that uh, were part of this announcement were asked directly these questions, and they said, no, it is clearly it's not a, an NFT. It's strictly for you know accessorizing your PSN account and stuff like that. Oh, you Again, can totally fungge these tokens. Yeah. Uh, 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 we'll see what happens with that. But it, it, I'm afraid... Those tokens were fungible all along. <laughs> oh, no. But uh, oh, it's coming. It will be interesting. Uh, the nice thing they said is that uh, your PlayStation Plus subscription will automatically help you accumulate points, uh, loyalty points, f for every purchase you make on PSN uh, while you are a PlayStation Plus subscriber. So uh, not only will you get points for uh, participating in these campaigns and earning trophies and whatnot in these games but you can also uh earn some credit uh as long as you are a playstation plus subscriber simply for being subscribed and purchasing games on the system so uh fantastic as far as a business move it's brilliant like uh, i don't see why more companies aren't doing this right now like and haven't been doing it for a decade uh they're waiting for a big dog like playstation to try it out and see how it works yeah well i mean there's like there's really no way you can lose on that because it, it, it's a fake currency on your platform that you own <laughs> completely it's not it's not like you're paying google and apple rights like we talked about last week where yeah, you're paying them 30 percent right. to sell on your storefront no uh, like you own the storefront so yeah, right you're, you just take a little tiny piece out of your credit margin <laughs> you know and you give a much more viable ecosystem. They also talked about having uh, a monthly like check-in credit. Oh. So like as long as you got on PSN and like within like a month play, played yeah. a game once a month, you would get a certain amount of credit. So and it'll be right underneath what you need to purchase things. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably if the, you know, if, if the, it costs 25 credits there. It'll give you twenty four. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> sons of bitches! <laughs> I think it's I think it's cool because it, it gives people incentives to chase trophies. Sure, for something other than being OCD. Yeah, because you know? I mean, 
which is the only reason I chase trophies. Yeah. I just I, I hate seeing something at ninety eight percent on my PSN profile. I'm like, so you go and dodge the lightning again? I sure do. <laughs> oh, I sure no. do. I sure do. I will not. This is why it takes to... me so long to finish a fucking game because yeah. I have to hundred percent everything, <laughs> like a fucking moron. Yeah, you should uh, talk for to nothing. My... I, I if you're you should I talk to my brother. That, yeah, do that if you're gonna review a game. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm bad, man. Because I don't. Once I finish the game, if I if I, it's not like amazing, I never want to go back to that fucking game again. I don't want to look at it. I don't. <laughs> I don't want it sitting on my dashboard. I I want it gone. That's fair. The only and so game... I make sure I do every single thing. So there's never going to be an excuse for me to have to go back and the, play it again. The oh. only game that I've ever actually like replayed. Um. Okay. I I'll rephrase that because I replay Skyrim like. 562 times on your fridge yeah. on your laptop on, on your yeah. phone <laughs> on my uh, amazon on your water Alexa. bottle i wonder if it will work on my fridge <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> no worse than your tesla yeah <laughs> but uh the only recent games that i've actually gone back and replayed is uh mass effect the mass effect series i i downloaded the mass effect legendary edition when that when it went out uh for sale and I've gone back and I've started replaying those but yeah I'm yeah. the same way once I finish a game granted it's very rare that I'll actually finish a game I'll usually get like same you know 75% or something and then just get bored with it and move <laughs> on uh, so to I, I get ending anxiety like I don't if I really enjoy a game I don't want it to end yeah and so I get ending anxiety and I stop playing it long enough that I forget how to play it, and then I have to play the whole thing again. There you oh go. my god! I've, I've, done, I've that. done that a lot. I've done that quite a few times. Where I do it with comics too. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, like I, it's very, very rare for me to actually finish a game, unless, to be honest, uh, save for the Mass Effect series, which I've finished all four of them. Um, I honestly can't remember. Like I finished the main quest in Skyrim. But I've never, like, finished Skyrim. Granted, you know, that takes... Yeah. See, I've done the opposite. I played every side quest you can imagine in Skyrim and avoided the main quest. Because <laughs> I, if I finish the main quest, I won't do the side quest. Fan fair enough. <laughs> so that's another thing that I have to deal with. Yeah. My fucking video game OCD. <laughs> All of these points on the map, I have to hit... All of them. I'm sure there's a psychologist or, or psychiatrist, rather, watching this and just evaluating me. Oh, like, yeah. What a fucking specimen. <laughs> All right. I'm going to commit you to a hospital for a OCD, long time. ADHD. <laughs> so when you got to about 75% of Skyrim, how did that make you feel? Anxious. Scared. Anxious. <laughs> Anxious and scared. That's interesting. Um... So when you saw the the DLC uh, that allows you to actually go to Morrowind, did you want to complete that before getting to the end of the main quest, or did you even consider oh, wake going me up outside? When this bit's over. <laughs> well, it's, it's very <laughs> <stupid>. <laughs> I was pretty comfortable, uh, Nick. All right. Oh my God! Right. It, it's... We got we got the heckler over here ruining oh. our comedy bit. <laughs> Jeez, what a wet blanket over here. Oh my God! Squelchy. At, at some point, 
if we ever get to a point where we actually have an actual studio for this shit, comedy bits. Yes. Uh, I'm going to be comedy bits all the fucking way down. What are you down. talking about? We're in a studio. Oh, right. Cut that last part. Got to throw it at camera two. Oh, uh, we suck. Eventually. <laughs> <laughs> We're such hacks. <laughs> um, but getting back to the original topic at hand, uh, I think it's a cool consumer move. It's right in line with the other consumer move they've clearly had with their new uh, PlayStation Plus offerings, although I think it could have been done a little smoother. You can't expect that from Sony. Let's let's be real. Right. They're trying, and I'll, I'll take it. it pff, we're going to have to. <laughs> <laughs> Um, next up on the news, the, there is a newly announced spinoff to The Boys coming very soon. It's going to be called Gen V. Uh, it will focus on a Vought-led group of college-aged uh. superheroes and the shenanigans that are related to that. So, uh, Based on the comics, I think it's probably going to be very similar to the Team Titanic, which is obviously a spin on Teen Titans. Uh, in the boys comic book, they're basically college age assholes, and so we they, have they have to spy on them for it, like is that a Van of... Wilder, the superhero, basically, essentially, pretty much. Yeah, probably. that's his... yeah. here's the thing with that. Uh, Team Titanic is one thing. I thought they were gonna do, uh, or at least it sounds way more like the G Men. Than it does Team Titanic if they're doing yeah. it in like a. I don't know about that. Because the the G Men were a very different situation. <laughs> I don't know. I, it could be. It, it could be. Yeah, they haven't released a lot of details, so you could totally be right. It could be like the Academy. Oh. <laughs> for the G Men. Oh. <laughs> Which, uh, to my knowledge, I haven't watched the newest season yet. But to my knowledge, they haven't really shown anything yeah, I've only to seen them. the first episode of the new season. I really need to catch up on a lot yep, of shit. That's what this weekend's for oh, for me. Yeah, I I watched start the with, whole thing. Start with Miss Marvel. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, personally, this is just me. I would say watch Boy season three first. Oh, I I that's fair. I personally had way more fun. See, uh, watching The Boys Season 3 than I did Miss Marvel, and... That's it, fair. Yeah. The, uh, I mean, we can get into that in, like, a separate yeah. discussion. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, I enjoy Miss Marvel. Yeah. I, I did, too, but uh, to it was, a, probably a much lesser degree. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Before we go off on another tangent. So, yeah, Gen V hasn't had a release date announced yet, but they did say it's in production. Casting is already done. Stories are already written. They just need to actually crank it out and get it to our eyeballs on the Amazon Prime app. So, uh, look forward to that. Definitely cool to see the boys growing uh, beyond the, the mainstream show. And we'll have more boys content to enjoy very soon. Uh, hopefully... Still has the <laughs> the entertainment value without the the great cast that the boys has. I think that's always the hardest part of the equation is getting a, a cast that both meets the ro needs of the role and can play the part well. 
And for something like the boys, especially, like you have to have an iron stomach to (laughs) to really play some of those parts, you know? Yeah, these are big shoes to fill. Big, very gross shoes. Not not for the timid of heart. Absolutely not. (laughs) Next up on the news, uh, PlayStation did release a new trailer for the God of War Ragnarok game that has officially been dated for November 9th this holiday season. Uh, so it'll come out in June <laughs> of next year. Uh, I, I, we'll see about a, I a will, delay. Yeah, I will give Sony some credit here. They they generally stick to their release dates pretty well. Now, they do have a bad habit of announcing games way too early and then never releasing a release date <laughs> until, you know, 10 years down the line. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was it? The Last Guardian is kind of notorious for that, where they announced it, they showed a trailer for it, it was basically made, and then... We promise we it's coming hear, out, guys. We didn't hear anything for like six years. I'm still waiting for Shadow of Colossus 2. <laughs> yeah, that, that's funny. That's, that, that's, that's funny. That, that's cute. That's yeah. hilarious. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they're working real hard on that. Yeah. Um, but basically, oh no, it was that the other game with the big giant dog thing. That was, yeah, I can't remember. That was the Last Guardian. Oh, yeah. was that the Last Guardian? Yeah, okay. yeah. With the big dog with yeah, wings. that's right. Yeah. yeah, what that was supposed to be on PS3 didn't come out until like maybe halfway through PS4. Yep. Yeah, and we got it eventually. Yeah, it was, it was pretty underwhelming it's, too. Should have just been Shadow of the Colossus too. It should have been. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Uh, the trailer features Kratos and boy, uh, <laughs> facing a big wolf who is likely Fenrir. Uh, if you know anything about Norse lore, Fenrir is uh, basically this pissed off wolf that grows indefinitely, and the gods were scared of it because he was evil and wanted to kill everything and everybody, and he just kept getting bigger and stronger and bigger and stronger, and so they chained him to a rock. And then during Ragnarok, he's supposed to get loose and start wreaking havoc on everybody. And he eventually gets killed by uh, a son of Odin who has some boots that prevent the wolf from being able to bite down on him and swallow him, which is dumb. Uh, (laughs) But hey, Norse mythology, whatever. I I mean, when you think of a dog, immediately you think of, uh, or a wolf in specific, uh, ankle biter. You're gonna, you, you think an ankle biter, so, so of course you're going to think of magic boots yeah. for this. I just imagine some dude in like cowboy spurs. Jesus <laughs> Christ. You can't eat me. So it's the opposite. Settle down, of, little doggy. So it's the opposite of Achilles, basically. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, basically. Super feet. Um, <laughs> I've got super feet. But in the in the lore, he he's like ridiculously oh powerful and big. And like he eats the moon and the stars and the sun and like... Is a hungry dog. Purges everything into darkness, so. Yeah, you mean he shits out darkness? He shits out darkness. Yeah. Oh my god. Darkness! I, I fucking dare you, Sony, to do this. <laughs> I fucking dare you. Uh, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it, the God of War is awesome, so I don't, I don't think they really need to sell it very hard, because <laughs> it's going to sell like hotcakes when it does come out. And from what I can tell, it's basically the only major thing coming out this holiday season except call of duty like do you guys can you guys think of anything else major that's coming out this holiday season that's been announced crisis core 
Uh, come on, <laughs> come on, bro. Um, I don't the know. PSP game. <laughs> I don't remade. I know the release date, but the I can't remember if it what the release date was. But the only other major announcement I can think of recently was the newest uh, Assassin's Creed game. But I think that's still a year or two out. Yeah, uh, it's not which a year. will not this year. <laughs> take place in the Aztec Empire. Unfortunately, that's not true. That's not true? No, it was a hoax. Oh, well, that's actually... I found that, out today. <laughs> that's actually good, because uh, yeah. it screws with the timeline of all of the Assassin's Creed games, considering they were supposed to be based off yeah. of the organization that started in the fucking Crusades. It'd, it'd be really weird if there were assassins and Templars. In Aztecs. In, yeah, that's why I was... In Aztec country before yeah. the so Europeans So I'm arrived. actually very happy of the fact that that is... Yeah. Uh, not true. Uh, yeah. Okay, can can we just c- finally come to the conclusion that the timeline is the last thing that they're fucking concerned with? Oh, yeah, that, they stopped caring fair. about the timeline after Assassin's Creed Three. They stopped caring they about the timeline halfway through Assassin's Creed One. <laughs> <laughs> Let's you're, be honest, you're, you're not wrong. <laughs> it, it definitely felt like a make shit up as you go and give you a perfect excuse to. Uh, run around ancient cities, which yeah. hey, I, I, don't know. I was here for it f- up until you know. Uh, I'm probably unity. in the minority of this, but I really love like what they were building from Assassin's Creed One through Assassin's Creed Three with like Desmond. Yeah, uh, yeah. and I know oh, I'm the no. minority there, but he <laughs> th- that was the story that held everything together. After he was gone, there's to, no point to anything that was happening. To me, there's no point to the story in Assassin's Creed. I, I play Assassin's Creed, and I just skip through all the fucking story, because I don't give a shit. I want to sneak around, stab people, <laughs> fucking sail on my boat, and... Except you can't really do that anymore. Yeah. Because <laughs> now you got to be leveled up to stab people. Oh, my God. So if you Why? stab them, you just do a little damage, and then you have to fight them, and then it's no. like, what was oh, the, the whole point, point of I'm pretty sure my knife kills you regardless I, of... I don't <laughs> give a fuck about the plot line of Assassin's Creed. I yeah. just want to play an assassin and sneak around and fucking stab people and try not to get caught. And jump really high And jump really high. high and climb up buildings. And that brings us back to Skyrim. And the black hand. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, for, but, uh, yeah. I I don't know. There's rumors, the real rumors that... Well, I shouldn't say real rumors, but after the Aztec hoax. But uh, it sounds like the next Assassin's Creed game is most likely going to be in Baghdad. Uh, which, cross history, is... Yeah. That makes, very that makes a lot more sense than... Ancient history. That makes a lot more sense than fucking Aztecs. Yeah. Not yeah. that I have a problem with Aztecs. If you're Aztec, I appreciate you as a people. I, yeah. I don't think there's any Aztecs. <laughs> I think they're gone. I think they're long gone. Uh, I'm sure there's people descended from Aztecs that don't know it, but yeah, they're pretty much gone. Oh... But yeah, it's, that would have been a weird choice. It yeah. really would have just. I'm sure there would have been like uh, an apple of Eden or whatever, you know, yeah. in their temple or something. But from out of nowhere, there's no an Templars, apple of there's Eden no assassins, there's no precursors to either. Right. So why it, do we give yeah, a fuck? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Weird choice, but. Just uh, we'll goes to show you can't trust everything you read on the internet. Yeah. And speaking of there being nothing this holiday season, uh, Forsworn that we mentioned last week in passing that got delayed to 2023. Yeah. Turns out 
that it's not even because it's not done. It's actually done. And in an interview with Square Enix... It's fucking done already? It's done. All they have to do is do some polishing. But according to Square Enix, the game cannot be released because certain partners want to extend the release date. Oh, Which shit. I, and I, I think Forsworn is PlayStation exclusive, right? Yeah. Am I wrong about that? I'm pretty sure it's pl- uh, PlayStation exclusive. At least timed exclusive. exclusive. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's probable that God of War is going to be their big holiday game and they're pushing Forsworn so it can be their big springtime game. I'll, see, that I, would make sense. I, know, I bet you that's what's I, happening. I know why they would do that. It just came to me. Um... Uh, Anyone who, like, plays PlayStation, or mains PlayStation, rather, uh, they can attest to exactly what happened between Elden Ring and uh, Horizon uh, Forbidden West. Like, one game got quickly overshadowed by the other, and I think that might be what they're trying to avoid, yeah, it's like they they know that game's gonna be huge and that's gonna like dominate the media for at least a little while. Yeah. So maybe wait till that one dies right. down to makes sense. And I mean, you think about yeah. the the other major players that have products potentially coming but just aren't ready yet. I mean, Microsoft is in the middle of purchasing a bunch of companies, which we'll talk about soon. Uh, that have a bunch of products you know, marinating, but aren't quite ready. A lot yeah. of stuff that's been, you know, kind of pointed <laughs> as, as potential vaporware from Bethesda in particular. Um, and then you have Nintendo, which is basically the only game that we really know of significance is Breath of the Wild 2, which still has no release date as far as I'm aware. Uh, still working on it, it sounds like. Uh, you know, and they don't really have many studios that they're working right. with so they're they're fairly limited on release so what are we what are we going to be playing this season like what are, what are kids going to be asking there is for one, for christmas there's yeah. one game that's coming out this year oh yeah what is that that i'm excited about okay. and i'm probably the only person on the planet the return of to monkey island oh, oh okay release date Sometime in 2022. <laughs> I'm assuming this is a PC Master Race exclusive. Is, is that correct? Um, probably. I mean, it's. I don't know if you know anything about the Monkey Island series. I do. Yep. Yes. Played it as a kid. Absolutely. Yep. Fantastic <laughs> games by LucasArts. Um, and I believe this one is actually still under the LucasArts name, although I didn't realize LucasArts was still a company. Yeah. That so, might be like a, a separate thing that's specifically like, for games. We have the LucasArts brand, but that's it. But, um, yeah, there's no actual release date. It just says uh, 2022. And the art style looks ridiculous. Um, arts, uh, it's still on, it's owned by Disney. It is owned by Disney. So. Fantastic. Oh. Um, I don't know who is uh, doing, who's actually creating the game. Um Oh, it's actually being de- developed by Terrible Toy Box. It's published by Devolver Digital. So it is n- does not actually look like it is in relation to LucasArts. So okay. I apologize. Yeah. Um, so Devolver but, Digital has actually gotten notorious for doing a lot of these remakes, remasters, return to old franchise games with their publishing uh, which is an interesting st- strategy. I don't know if they actually own the rights to a lot of these titles or if they're just basically 
you know, borrowing them on borrowed dime. But yeah, Devolver Digital has been doing a lot of this recently. So hmm. they're they're a good publisher. So Interesting. We'll, we'll see what they do. Without the uh, original writing staff and everything, though, I'm I'm curious how decent this is going to actually be. Yeah, so. I think that is the question. Is like that was that's a very like those, narrative. Yes, like narrative heavy game and those games were all about the comedy and the slapstick and the tongue-in-cheek break the fourth wall yeah have you have you played it any time in recent history i've played i actually uh another time i was in chicago i downloaded (laughs) uh monkey island one and two on xbox live because it was available on xbox live um for like four dollars a game or four dollars for both of them something like that nice um actually no i retract that it was a uh xbox live gold um month for free game so and i actually played through both of them again and i mean they still i mean i it's hard to say that they hold up considering the graphics yeah that was going to be my question but you go into it knowing that the graphics are garbage because they came out in the early 90s um so you're not expecting it it's not like a game you played in 2002 on when you first got your PlayStation 2 yeah. or whatever, <laughs> right. and it was like fucking breathtaking graphics. You know the graphics are garbage. You know it's a pixelated game. It would be like going back and playing a, a Atari 2600 game. Yeah. So right. they're still fun. They're still challenging, and they're still funny, but they still look like hot garbage. So <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. So moving on, uh, next news topic and the last of the show. PlayStation uh, has officially announced that Bungie's deal to join the PlayStation Studios family has been finished, and they are officially part of the PlayStation brand. Uh, the details of the the uh, final deal came to a six uh, excuse me three point six billion dollar uh, purchase price, which sounds like a lot of money uh, until you compare it to some of the Microsoft purchases that they've been throwing their yeah. big dick money on the table with. Uh, Microsoft. Yeah purchased bethesda officially for 7.5 billion dollars so <laughs> already you know double that and then uh the pending purchase of activision blizzard is currently in progress for uh an accrued amount of 68 billion dollars that was 60 that's 68 8 billion dollars that's pending Yes. insane yeah it's now, pending because they're such a big company and they own so much of the market share i'm together that there's like antitrust laws and yeah. stuff they got uh, i'm yeah. i am sh- part of me is very shocked at the fact that activision blizzard is selling however i also believe that this never would have happened if it wasn't for all of the controversy that came out with the Activision Blizzard executives over the past year I'm or so. I'm sure there's some of that at play. There's no doubt. I, I honestly think this is a, oh shit, we need to save the company style move. Because, yep. I mean, Activision Blizzard is by far one of the longest running and most successful developers out there. Um, so, I don't think and this is my personal take on it. I honestly do not believe this this would would this deal would have gone down if it wasn't for uh all that shit that happened with the executives and all of that. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that that's the thing about this purchase is that it seems at least to me a little suspect. Like one 
69 or six. 68, it's 68.7. 68.7 68. what it works out to, yeah. Billion dollars. Billion dollars. Like, apart from that being a fucking Dr. Evil number to sell an entire company for. That's bigger than the Elon Musk Twitter price, which is yeah. $44 billion. To give you context of how ridiculous that is. Uh, that should tell you something about how much more a video game company is worth than all of Twitter. Except yeah. every other video game company <laughs> as been yeah. sold for four billion, uh, seven billion, right. at the biggest. Right. This is leagues beyond that. There's no other video game purchase in history. Right. That has See. even come close to this number. See, here's... this is this is Microsoft just flexing in the biggest way possible. <laughs> well, there's that, but there's also like them valuing that company at that much. I, I think the one of probably the the biggest things that I would have questions about is one, why the fuck are they selling or why the fuck are they trying to buy them at that much when you consider how much any other video game company would probably be bought for? And two, it seems to me, at least personally, that at least a couple of the properties that uh, Blizzard and Activision have have been on the decline for a while yes. now. Yeah, and now to give you some context, I looked it up. The purchase price of Activision buying Blizzard, and this is in 2008 when World of Warcraft was still fairly viable Massive. as a as, yeah. as a big dollar product. They purchased for 18.9 billion. So. <laughs> it's it's yeah oh my it's god it's such a huge jump right it, 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 oh man <laughs> that's more than three times it's 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 insane amount of money but look at all the the products that activision has too so i mean call of duty is the main one obviously right yeah. and they won't milk that cow until it fucking is dust in the wind which it's Ugh. already getting there it's, it, it's but it's but the frat there, boys there. keep buying it man the, 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 the it's frat. because battlefield can't produce a good fucking game to save their life okay while that's true it's not just the frat boys, it's also like the 12 to 15 year olds who are trying to own people like fucking Ninja on Twitch. <laughs> Ninja's still around? Unfortunately. Wow, we're just trying to make enemies everywhere. Uh, Last you... week we are making fun of the creator of Yu-Gi-Oh! dying to sharks, and this week we're trying to take on streamers. <laughs> Fuck you, Ninja! Okay, like, I don't know anything about Ninja. Why are you know. starting to fucking feud I don't know with Ninja? About Ninja. <laughs> okay, Ninja knows exactly what he what he became and what he was doing. He knows that's all. Uh, that's all an act. That's all a fucking character yeah, that he put on. Is. All I mean, all major. You're talking. You're telling me that Doctor Disrespect isn't a character. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. They're all fucking characters. <laughs> no, that's him. Every yeah, this dude's really rocking yeah. around with a mullet and a fucking like handlebar mustache. Yeah. Hey, it, awesome. it takes all fucking kinds. I mean, let's let's <laughs> be honest. Every's coming after the Twitch streamers for their legitimacy. Yeah, every single one of them is a fucking character. That's the whole point. Yeah. Nobody wants to watch some. Okay, I'm gonna shoot this guy. Mm. But, but hey, look, that's what I, they want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a. Uh, 
quite a take you have, Emery. Yeah, I, look, I'm not trying. We don't to... have any fans. We can't start feuds yet. <laughs> That's how you get fans. <laughs> yeah, I'm start not... some shit. Yeah, like I, I'm not trying to start none. I mean, we can be the MGK of. Uh... Oh fuck. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, oh god how do you get fans all all press is good press yeah i I don't want to have to play fortnite for that man (laughs) anything but fortnite (laughs) but yeah just to uh round out this news topic i thought it'd be interesting to uh kind of look through the various studios that sony and microsoft both own now so uh yeah they keep consolidating and that's honestly worrisome yeah. it is so the last thing we need is a duopoly in video games for fuck's sake yeah it, it, i get the in-house studios if you're buying like a small studio and then making it an in-house product sure. for future development that makes sense to me i don't like it this new trend where we're taking games and franchises that have been third party for decades and suddenly tying them to a proprietary yeah, ownership group. Absolutely. So now you have to play it on this proprietary system or infrastructure, you know, when it's been third party for, you know, 30 years, you know, that, right. that's where I have problems. But um, yeah, the the long running ongoing benefit that these third party companies had with being able to develop games for every platform is slowly dwindling into if I mean, you want to play this game, much like they did with Spider-Man and the Avengers, yeah. then you you got to at least like play it on PlayStation 4 or 5 at least for like the first 6 months to a year before yeah. we release that to everyone. It's and these game yeah. these game companies were kind of playing around with this several years ago. I think I, it might have been on one of the earlier episodes of the show, but we talked about uh, that Tomb Raider game that suddenly became uh, a Microsoft exclusive. Yeah, right. I was like, why? You know, it's like, it's, after it's all been this time, third party now? all this time. Right. It was originally PlayStation. exclusive PlayStation. to PlayStation. Yeah. Like, you have no <laughs> franchise ownership of this within your culture. You know, like right. it'd be like playstation acquiring halo you know yeah for, but why you know your your group doesn't identify with this franchise at all and their sales are going to suffer because you're on a proprietary platform that doesn't really recognize this game and of course they had to eventually start releasing it on everything else because they weren't making enough money on that right. particular version uh, also uh, sony i dare you to buy halo i heard you yeah. wouldn't and, and we're, we're talking about bungie like why like why 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 would you invest in so much into this company that doesn't identify really with your brand what yeah i mean i lost my train of thought so let's continue (laughs) (laughs) it's late i get it um but yeah it's it's weird for me because i i think they're I, I get that they've had a very recent partnership with Destiny 2 and uh, I guess the rollout of the original Destiny when they kind of had their breakup with Microsoft, but it, it just seems weird. Like it, you, you would think they would go after a company that has more of a classic legacy with them like Square Enix, right. which they're always churning out exclusive with Square Enix, but then you go back to the Microsoft purchase of Tomb Raider, uh, which is a Square Enix product, technically, and you're like... This, none of this makes sense. These business decisions don't seem to correlate with actual right. intent, you know, as far as what you think yeah. you can maximize profit on. It seems like just like a petty jab <laughs> at your competitor. Sure. And it, it doesn't really serve anybody. Uh, but moving on, uh, 
for Sony, we have Polyphony Digital and Team Asobi in Japan. In Europe, they have Fire Sprite, Guerrilla Games. Guerrilla Games, obviously, the big one there. Housemark, London Studio, which have been pretty quiet outside of, you know, Gran Turismo. Yeah. Uh, Media Molecule, which uh, I think Dreams is probably their death knell. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't see a major release in a long time. Um, Nix's Software, XDev. And then in North America, we have Ben Studio, Blue Point Games, Haven Studios, Insomniac Games, Naughty Dog, Pixel Opus, San Diego Studio, Santa Monica Studio, Sucker Punch Productions, and Valkyrie Entertainment. So the big hitters are really in North America. Yeah. And now, obviously, Bungie's joining that group. Uh, for Microsoft, uh, they have a somewhat more substantial list, although most of them are uh, U.S.-based. We have 343 Industries, Activision Blizzard, which is obviously pending the purchase of $68 billion. Yeah, uh, absolutely asinine. Uh, Alpha Dog Games, Arcane, uh, Bethesda Game Studios, which is also another huge purchase uh, very recently. Compulsion Games, Double Fine. Uh, I always forget Double Fine's part of their brand, but I guess they are. I always forget. Oh, yeah, because Id was part of Bethesda. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Id Software, uh, In Exile Entertainment, Machine Games, Mojang Studios, another one I always forget about, Ninja Theory, which is a substantial purchase, Obsidian em Entertainment, again, part of that group, uh, Playground Games, Rare, uh, Roundhouse Studios, Tango Gameworks, The Coalition, The Initiative, Turn 10 Studios, uh, Undead Labs, World's Edge, Xbox Game Studios Publishing, and ZeniMax Online. Which was also part of Bethesda. Yeah. Okay. Here's my old man on a porch rant, you know. I absolutely miss the days of, like, the Wild West video game industry, like, th uh, throughout the 90s and even into the early 2000s, where you had all of these upstart small companies that were coming out with these fantastic ideas. Yeah. And you had so much competition. You had so much, like, you know, feast or famine in the game industry. I mean, look at all of the spectacular, like... Uh, innovation and all of the products that came out of these studios yeah. before it became a big business. You know, when you had people like Blizzard putting out Diablo and you had companies like fucking Rare with all of the shit they came out with, like Banjo, Kazooie, and fucking... Uh, yeah, they made Donkey almost, Kong. Donkey Kong, yeah. yeah that's Donkey I mean, Kong Country and all of that. Which is just another example of like... Why is your brand demanding yes. rare of all things? It's, exactly, it's and tied so neatly to the Nintendo yeah, infrastructure. But Nobody identifies Xbox I, with rare. That was the video game industry in the '90s. It was like the rock star industry, mm -hmm. and you had all of these people com uh, competing. Yeah, and you know you. Going back to what we talked about before, you know, you went into the store, you went into Micro Center or Best Buy or whatever, and you saw hundreds of different unique titles, and you you voted with your money. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And now, you don't have that anymore, because there's a select few major companies. I mean, yes, there's indie developers, but you have a select few... <laughs> major companies that own 90% of the developing market now, yeah. and then they do dumb shit like the fucking pay-to-win and free play and yep. fucking yeah. microtransaction bullshit like that, as opposed to when 
we could just be like, hey, this game looks cool. I've never heard of this fucking company before. I'm going to spend 50 bucks on this game. Yeah, and spinning off that idea, it's concerning when you have all of these mega groups of studios all using the same teams, ideas, software, uh, you know, techniques that kind of proliferate around the company. Because if you think about kind of styles of gameplay, they tend to stick within the realm. For example, if you pick up a Ubisoft game, you know what you to expect. Right. You know there's going to be uh, a collect-a-thon type of thing going on. You're probably going to have to go to a bunch of points and, you know, open up your map more and get a bunch of dots on your map for right. things to do and tasks to the, do. There's going to be a like bunch of... A whole-ass checklist. Yep, there's going to be a bunch of very shallow side quests to complete that basically level up your character and do all these things. And that's true of basically every game they Absolutely. make. I mean, The Division, uh, you know, uh, Far Cry, yeah. uh, Assassin's Creed, like all these games have the same underlying gameplay techniques kind of woven in right. to their style of storytelling. Now, blow this up to like 10 or 12 studios mm -hmm. that are all under one major umbrella like Microsoft, Sony, uh, etc., EA is a big one, yeah. And suddenly, you just have this kind of repetitive, I don't know, just predictable situations for each of these games. And suddenly, you know, a third or a fourth of the market is all of these games. Right. And they're not particularly and good for everybody. To yeah. also continue to spin off of this onto the, uh, the business aspect of it, I, I went to school for game and simulation programming. And when I was getting out of college, I started looking for different companies that I wanted to work for. And at that point, you know, the thought process going through my head as well as uh, other people I was going to school with was, I don't want to work for EA because I getting in this into this industry, I don't want to work in a corporate environment. I want to work for a game company. I want to work for, you know... These places where, yes, I might put have to put in 70, 80 hours of work, but, you know, I'm working for the company that's got, like, a fucking lounge in the, in the corner with uh, video games. And, you know, we sit over here, we program, we code, and then we go, like, uh, fucking play Twisted Metal for 20 minutes. Yeah. And, you know, it's like hanging out with your friends while working i wanted to work for i, I really wanted to work for blizzard because i uh, first off i loved diablo i loved world of warcraft i loved warcraft and all of that shit i probably sent in my lifetime i have probably sent 150 resumes to blizzard over the course of my life <laughs> but um that's but the fact that you know i'm looking at this company and i'm like wait, reading about the company and it's like wait when you hit your five-year anniversary, they give you a sword? When you hit 10-year, they give you a shield? What the fuck? I want to work for this company. And now you have these major corporations buying up all of these independent and all of these smaller companies. You're getting rid of that entire game development mentality, that entire creativity mentality in the workplace, yeah. and you're going to basic corporate america where it's all about clock in on time fucking 
make the company money and you are a cog in the machine. You are no longer an individual. And again, I haven't worked for these companies, so I could be wrong. However, I'm going over the fact that whenever you get this many people working for a business, there are HR requirements that you have to have. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I, I, I get the intent behind all of these purchases for major players like Sony and Microsoft because they want to make sure there's always going to be a viable ecosystem even if negotiations fall through with third-party vendors. Like, you don't want to be completely reliant on third-party vendors uh, vendors for your development teams and video games and stuff you're going to put on your platform because eventually negotiations are going to have to happen right. and you need to have some leverage. Absolutely. So I I understand from a business standpoint totally makes sense. Uh, the problem is a lot of these major purchases that include multiple studios that were already gobbled up by one slightly larger studio and just eventually became one bigger one, one bigger one, one bigger one, one bigger one. Eventually everything gets put through the wash and you lose a lot of that core talent and that startup company that were so excited about the industry, so excited about the creativity, about the lore, about the art style and really created the, the entire pedestal that you are currently hoping to stand on, you know, but in reality, that pedestal doesn't exist anymore. It's right. crumbling under you, and you spent all this money and put all this time and investment in these teams, and now you you, you lose the heart that really drove that ingenuity. The video game industry over the past 30 years went from this startup, like, uh, IT style tech creativity, you know, uh, everyone for themselves, but everybody respecting them to just corporate greed more than anything else. Yeah. And it's no longer about the products so much as it's about how can we make more money? Yeah. And we know that doesn't always work out well. We we can look at the first major video game system for an example of that Atari. Absolutely. They, you know they literally buried extra copies of ET in the desert oh because they invested so much money into this one <laughs> stupid idea that tanked yeah. the entire company because they just wanted to make a dollar. You know, all right, we got this big franchise. Clearly, we're gonna make a ton of money on this. Let's get this trademark property and churn out all these cartridges and put uh, the who the gives company a shit at about risk. What the quality of the game is, people will buy it. They exactly. were they yeah. were Tesla before Tesla was Tesla. So you would yeah. you would think that that would be a learned lesson that would continue on, but it seems like these companies are going to have to relearn it again, especially as these studio budgets get larger and larger and larger and these games get less and less stable and get released in a less stable infrastructure. And then if you have this free-to-play system, like if you release a free-to-play game and it sucks, like you just fucked it up, it doesn't work right, it's not sound, people don't want to play it, those games disappear immediately. Oh, yeah. All that time and money that you invested in that project, gone. Just flushed down the toilet. Because yeah. you don't even you don't even have that buffer of an initial purchase price that people have to get through the gate 
to kind of subsidize the creativity project. So what you end up with is a market that is just the same shit over and over and over again because you know it sells, so let's just keep doing it to sustain ourselves because if we risk something, especially in this free-to-play market, yeah, and it sucks, now we're out of luck. We lose all that money. We're go- we go bankrupt, and we have to sell to some other big company. It's It's... You know, it's concerning in in multiple ways. It, it's exciting for the people that really enjoy, you know, the Microsoft ecosystem or the Sony ecosystem. Uh, less so the Nintendo ecosystem because they're just the same Nintendo studios yeah, right. churning out the Nintendo's same things over and over Nintendo. and over again. Yeah. They yeah. got Mario, Zelda, and Pokemon, and they're going to keep putting out Mario and Zelda and Pokemon. Uh, don't forget F-Zero. For the, I, you, were you, you here that episode? No. You might have missed that episode. Oh, so, yeah. news topic a couple episodes ago was a man that purchased $40,000 worth of Nintendo stock so that he had the right to go to the stock trader meeting and ask the CEO why he wasn't working on F-Zero. Get the fuck out of here. His favorite that, video that, game that, franchise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that actually happened. That actually happened. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. yeah that, if you want the details so on that, go back two episodes. When I uh, episode fifty, when I win the lottery, I'm totally gonna do something four. like that. <laughs> I am going to uh, go. I'm gonna purchase stock in some video game company that I can't think of right now, and be like, "Hey, you need to make this game now. Hey, you need to hurry the fuck up. Yeah, I'll purchase uh, like, Square Enix and tell them they need to." Stop making Final Fantasy VII again <laughs> uh, on mobile. They can they can continue making Final Fantasy VII. In fact, that's that's the only game I want them to work on. Uh, yeah, I don't. You can sell off Tomb Raider, sell off Hitman. I forget. You, who, you yeah. just don't want to be like fifty years old by the time they're done. Yes, <laughs> I want to live to see it. I'm gonna go uh, my who's three generations daybreak. Of, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Oh I'm going to go to Daybreak Studios. Daybreak. Because they used to be Sony Online Entertainment. Oh. And I'm going to be like, you need to make Star Wars Galaxies 2. Like right now. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would do that with Activision. Blizzard. And say... Stop <laughs> making Mobile Diablo. <laughs> yes, stop making Mobile Diablo! <laughs> You do not need to be draining these whales out here. Just make a good game. Draining these whales out here. <laughs> That's exactly what they're doing. Oh. It's like, as soon as everyone found out exactly how their monetization scheme worked, there were a bunch of Twitch streamers who have way too much money and way too much time and went out of their way to spend upwards of, like, $100,000 just to get these supposed legendary things and it still wasn't even the thing that they wanted (laughs) that's fantastic i I mean it's Uh. hilarious it's wonderful that you're exposing all of these people that have way too much money but stop (laughs) just make a good game speaking of twitch streamers who have way too much time and money so there's this guy that i follow on youtube um he's a computer programmer in new york city um the channel is Joma Tech. He's this uh, dude who does just videos about being a programmer, living in New York City and everything. Well, he created a bot for his Twitch account 
to day trade for him. So he put in twenty thousand dollars into the into his uh, like stock account and basically stepped off and let these Twitch the chat room in his Twitch account buy and sell stock all day oh, for like no. 12 hours straight That's using his money. Ridiculous. Oh my god. Kind of amazing, yeah. but also ridiculous. I mean, that that's not the first time they've had like AI set up so that the chat could like control stuff. Like they, yeah, they did it with Pokemon. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. A bunch of like the old classic Pokemon games oh, where you could like press God. up, up, and down. People were just going in circles. Yeah. <laughs> the chat was fighting each other. Yeah, he was originally gonna he was originally gonna do ten thousand dollars, but day trading rules legally, uh, if you if you have less than $20,000 in your account, you can only do so many transactions per day. And he got blocked for 30 days because of the fact that he had oh. too, too little of money and uh, he was breaking some sort of legal precedent about day trading. So huh. he had to put in $20,000 for just these random people of his money yeah. for these random <laughs> people to fuck with. Oh my god! <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> I mean, I he can put twenty thousand dollars in my bank account. Absolutely, and he, the chat can vote on ways I should spend it, <laughs> whether or not we'll follow these rules. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm a human being. I just, there are some things I simply can't purchase. <laughs> and going back to a general theme of this new season of our show, if you would like to give us $40,000 or $40,000 worth of cocaine, <laughs> email us at htbvids at gmail.com. Oh, my God. Did, did we get added to the uh, NSA watch list well, we along added. with the FBI? We're, we've added to a lot of We're on every list there. at this oh, point. God, I mean, a- ATF has to be watching us right I, now. I would be fine with 5000 to be honest, at this point. <laughs> Five, Just $5,000 worth of cocaine. I didn't know that. <laughs> I, I cannot build a streaming setup with cocaine. I mean, I could. That could be really interesting. Uh, i i promise uh, local and federal government we are not serious about having people send us cocaine you don't have to lie to him hey hey, they're the ones supplying it hey hey (laughs) hey we are not dc comics (laughs) (laughs) well that wraps up the news so without further ado let's get into it the prestigious nay life-changing award of cover of the week <gasps> this week we have a cover from boom studios my favorite comic company Ooh. to pronounce <laughs> uh this one is alice ever after number four the dan panosian variant cover uh this features a very cool uh artistic interpretation of what i assume is alice from alice in wonderland i would assume so That's i would assume very creepy and uh, but it shows this very uh, tormented <laughs> Saul-like figure, uh, who yep. I assume is Alice, uh, trapped in this kind of weird head cage suit of some kind of making. It looks like it was perhaps her father. Alice meets Pinhead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it looks like a very cool horror-themed version of Alice. Uh, trapped in this figure, and it's it's not just the you know figure of Alice herself in this kind of uh, 
horror structure, but also the, the kind of borders of the comic cover, which are very cool and well detailed. They I mean, really, yeah, they're the creatures from Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, I see exactly. A Cheshire Cat, the weird dodo bird thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Absalom the worm. And it, yeah. it kind of meets this weird intersection of almost psychedelic, but also kind of like historic book bad artist. trip yeah yeah so it's it, a bad trip it's a very bad trip she's having a bad day a real bad day uh but yeah this it's just i don't know there's something about this cover that really strikes me and i think will really pop on the uh the storefronts um at your local comic book shops or give again nightmares. please support your local comic book shops Please do. Uh, but yeah, this is a wonderful example of Dan Panosian's art. Uh, he's won the award a few times now, I think, uh, throughout the show's history. And well-deserved. So great job, Dan Panosian. You are the prestigious Nay Life Changed uh, winner of the award of Cover of the Week. Congratulations. You can hear the enthusiasm in Nick's <laughs> voice. <laughs> uh, for for context, it's it's pretty late. We got started very late because of our our food coming <laughs> via, via bicycle. bicycle. <laughs> so, uh, so, if you are delivering for a food service, uh, especially one that is you know multi chain that just picks up wherever, buy a fucking car. <laughs> well, it's just. It's weird because it's not like we're in New York City where there's a house every block. No. We're in the suburbs of Columbus, Ohio, which is very urban sprawl, spread out, large roads. Like, <laughs> he had to ride that bike quite a f- was, quite a ways yeah. to get yeah, to us. You, and it wasn't like a small order. <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. Having a car should be a requirement for doing delivery service for food. You would, and you would think, especially in this area of the world. The, right. My, the, my favorite part is the fact that he had multiple orders too. He had yes, he oh. had multiple stops. Oh my! According God. to the Uber Eats app, <laughs> and, and like it doesn't tell you that your your person is coming on a bicycle or anything until like he's actually moving, <laughs> and you're like, wait, what? Who, he's on I a bicycle? Even, I didn't even think that was an option. Oh, my I God. Did, I didn't, I didn't know see you could it. sign if up. If I could choose, I would choose the person in the heated car. I didn't know that you <laughs> could, could actually, like, choose yeah. to do Uber Eats in central Ohio unless you had a car. I thought that yeah. was, like... You know, the, the, they have five questions. Do you have a driver's license? Do you have a car? You know, I thought that was, like, the one of the requirements. Yeah, yeah it's very weird. Very weird. So... Uber Eats, get your shit together. Our food was cold because some poor kid on a bicycle rode it like three two miles, miles three two miles. to three miles uh, to our place and also had stops along the way, which is uh, just fucking, time. fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like, <laughs> if, you, if you don't have any drivers, just tell me. I'll go get it myself. Oh, that poor Peter Parker. Yeah. It's, it's brutal. Very brutal. All right, well, I think that's a great way to wrap up another mediocre edition of Hit the Books podcast. He's very scared of me saying it. Mediocre! (laughs) Thank you all for listening and watching. Please, if you have uh, a moment, please hit like and subscribe on our YouTube channel. (laughs) Rate us well elsewhere and uh, give us a, a nice review wherever you can. You can find us on YouTube, Stitcher, iTunes, uh, Apple Music, uh, 
Podbean, Spotify, we're everywhere, man. If there's somewhere you don't see us, let us know and I'll get us on there. Uh, we, we should be doing some streaming here in the very near future. Obviously, we have those natural ones. Those natural, those ones. natural ones. Coming up very soon, Tuesday. Tuesday is, is the, the first anticipated episode. planned episode. Uh, so definitely look out for that. We'll be advertising it on our social medias and uh, our YouTube channel. So definitely keep an eye out for that. Uh, again, if you want to reach out to the show, you can comment uh, below the YouTube video. You can reach out to us at hitthebooksvids at gmail.com, at htbvids on Twitter, uh, forward slash hitthebooks on Facebook. And uh, I'm sure there's other avenues that I'm forgetting about. But. It's late. Let's go home, boys. Yes. Time to lock this whole thing up. All right. Well, thank you once again for listening and watching. We love you. We'll see you next week. I'll discuss that later. <laughs> Your cell phone's causing feedback on the mic. Oh, son of a bitch. I finally figured it out. Oh, is that what that is? <laughs> yeah, it's his cell phone, the radio signal, interfering with the radio of the mic. That's hilarious. Can't have your cell phone near it. Oh, son of a bitch. Uh, okay. Hook it to your belt, your microphone pack. That's why I, that's why I hooked mine to the back of my pants. Oh, you don't have a clip. Why does your microphone <laughs> You're the only one without a clip. Where the fuck is what the clip? What did you do? I don't know. It Every. Was, it was like this when I found it. <laughs> <laughs> Tell it to the judge. <laughs> Not my fault. <laughs> well, that makes more sense because I was like, "There's that's the whole reason why you have a clip is so you clip it to the back of your pants. Great. <laughs> it's like I was looking for a clip and there was no clip so like, I put it in my pocket because there was no clip. Yeah, it's like all your parents are yelling at you. <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> Tie your shoes. I don't have shoelaces. <laughs> I'm sorry. How am I supposed to tie the shoe? How do you lose your shoelaces? <laughs> They're tied to the shoe. Like, I don't know. It's like, I need shoelaces to tie my shoelaces. <laughs> we got to solve step one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right, moving on. That'll be a nice get. Yeah, yeah pardon this uh, SNL bit that we just did. Yeah.